Hey, God is great, and we are starting a White Man's Burden podcast after two weeks, man. Yeah, it's been two weeks. Three weeks. It's been two weeks. Yeah. yeah. It's nice been one? no. It's been one week. No, we didn't do it last week. Last we week we were nice. We didn't do it last week. Yeah, we were nice. Yeah. One. Yeah, yeah, we weren't even there together. We just both went separately. So we we're yeah. so random. Yeah, buddy, we got so, so much to talk sick. about. Iceland was cool. Iceland was cool. Yeah. But our meeting with Flax today about about the white man burning shooting stuff. Meeting. I'm yeah. so jacked. Michaelflax.com. Flaxfilms. Yeah. Check he, it out. He's shooting our. He's. It, we're just planning some like video podcast stuff with him today. Mm-hmm. So he's already shot all of our stuff with uh, in front of the Queen Victoria statue. All the stuff that online. Uh, we shot one thing ourselves at Kenwood Self Tapes. Uh, shout out to Kenwood Self Tapes. Which is where we are right now. Live. This is where we are right now. We're on the Kenwood Self Tapes couch. But um, Facebook.com slash Kenwood Self Tapes. Get, get yourself tapes done. Get yourself tapes done with us. It's a, it's, pi- it's. I don't know if it's pilot season or what, but like we're getting very busy and uh, people are booking work, babies. They loved mine, and then they asked me to do a second one. Remember? There you go, my dad. For an amazing project, I'm very happy about. So let's see. Let's see. Yeah, let's Inshallah. see. Inshallah. If Hashem will smile, then God Hashem is great. will smile. God is great. What? Tell me, what is your God? Huh? God is great. We got the co-owner of Kenwood Self Tapes walking in right now. Dave Gibson's walking in Dave right now. Dave Gibson, ladies and gentlemen. No, no cameras. No, no cameras. paparazzi, baby. No, no paparazzi. paparazzi. But cool? uh, we love you. It's good to see you. Have some cheese, my friend. There's more in the fridge. And beef. Yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, try this beef, dude. I forgot you're not vegetarian like him. Dude, try it right now. It's uh, – oh, there's in the fridge, whatever. Whatever you want. Yeah. Throw some in, dude. Throw some it, cheese. This guy it, brought cheese it and tastes beef, like and pho. now you're making pasta. It tastes like pho. It's special wow. beef. It's like pho style. It's amazing. Yeah. From Loblaws. Cool. Buddy, no, no, it's perfect. Kenwood Self Tapes, uh, you guys do great work. Fantastic. I loved my experience here. Everyone always writes great reviews about it. Do some the of the big agents work. in the city now are like, okay, just they go know. They're like, it's like We're getting he, referrals from the agents now. It's, it's great. It's almost like, okay, he has to be good, but like if he's slightly good and he got a Kenwood, uh, I think we're going to have to. Yeah. Almost there. I mean, yeah. legally, I can't say that, but it's pretty it, much the there. scenes are so beautifully shot that they're not even going to put in the movie. They're going to hire. They're going to take yeah. the tape and put that in the movie. <laughs> exactly. That's going to be your scene in the movie, and Kenwood no one will even notice. They'll be like, "It's such a beautiful shot." It's oh so my good. god, where did they shoot that? Facebook.com/slash Kenwood Self Tapes. Get yourself tapes. Break into the biz. But we were Break at uh, Michael Flax's today. Yeah. Another filmmaker, MichaelFlax.com. Yep. Award-winning films. filmmaker. He shot a bunch of the stuff that we did in front of the Queen Victoria statue. And the other statue that we shot in front of. The, oh, the Mother Britannia statue. Mm-hmm. So interesting that we still have all Green that up, Vicky. eh? My darling. Yeah, it's, uh, the video is called Vanda the Radical. Yeah. And then there's another one about you, right? Amish. Yeah, there's another one. But it was a great meeting with Flax, though. It was yeah, great because we're talking about how we want to do these future episodes. and like Basically, our dear listeners, our future episodes are going to be still coming out on iTunes in audio format. But our original recording is going to be a video. Yeah. So we're going to put the video up and then we're going to isolate the one. Right now what we're doing is we're uh, just doing audio. Yeah. And then hoping to make some videos. We're going to actually make videos, throw up the audio separate. Yeah. And then put up the videos. The full video. And then and then I just want to cut out segments, man, because we had so many great little yeah. bits that we did. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think a lot of people – I remember I was saying like uh, it's it's almost like McDonald's where like you wake up, you see like a McDonald's, you see a McDonald's commercial on TV, then you open your your Facebook and it's an ad there, and then you see a billboard, and then, then you're you like – you pass like three McDonald's, and then eventually you're like, okay, let's go to McDonald's. And then, I'll, and then you're like, fine, fine, I'll go to McDonald's, right? Yeah. That's kind of what they say internet marketing is. You just yeah. got to be throwing up videos. Just always going to be like, hi, hello, so, notification. Very Woo-hoo. excited, very excited for these uh, videos. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo, Madam, oh hello! We should call it the Colonial Film Unit. I love that. <laughs> That's a real name, though. That's a real that name. is. I know, and I love all the propaganda films. If we from that. can take over that name if it's like so old that it doesn't even exist, and we just do it as a nod, an homage to that. An homage to the Colonial Film Unit, yeah. But uh, if anything, we got to come up with something similar to it that references that. 
I like because I think it is taken essentially. That's what it was called, which is so trippy. That's so funny. Yeah, that's so trippy. That's like so like almost like MI sixty. It's like colonial film unit. Yeah, like it we might as well to... be like the keep the locals pacified propaganda department of the <laughs> Queen Victoria, <laughs> Madam Mother. Well, we must teach them how to live life, and uh, what better than the instrument than film? Yeah. <laughs> Contact us at the Tower of London, care of <laughs> care of Queen Vicky Mummy, <laughs> like Mother Britannia Benevolencia. Wow. The 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 colonial film unit, and they would do. What's that old documentary we saw? I remember there's one. Oh, it's it's on it's on their website called the British. I forget what the website's called, but remember there was a one video okay. we saw where there's a prince in India and he's bowing down to Queen Victoria, and the voiceover is like, "More money than all kingdoms in the world," Ooh. but still he bows to Queen Vicky, <laughs> the little lady across the pond. No, it wasn't in India. It was um, a bunch of Indian delegates visiting for Empire Day in London, uh, ah. and they're in their finest robes and whatever, and they're and he says. These, these, it's a bunch of them. It's like... These Maharajas have more like, money. Each of them have more money than all the kings of Europe combined. And still they bow to the little... To the little... Oh princess. my God. That's so sad. Dude, it's crazy. <laughs> you, lo- you idiots lost it. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon me. Even yeah. Then. You're wealthy. You're just holding it for England. Oh my God. I You're can't just believe... a vassal state. It's almost like hard to imagine that they were the poor people at one point. Yeah. You can't imagine that Europe was poor or, and like Europe was ghetto well, compared to... England is like, what? I need to work in a factory for 14 hours, governor. Like, they're all fucking Oliver Twist savages. No, but all, they have, they have it's the only when like, they realize, oh, we can get them to do it for us, and then we can just, like, get hopped up on sugar. Uh, my dad was telling me this thing. It was like they, they uncovered kind of, like, the recipes and basically the amount of sugar consumption. Like, in an average tea compared to now, it's, like, 20 times the amount of sugar. Wow. So there, a lot of the Industrial Revolution is like they're hopped up on caffeine and they're hopped up on like the most insane amount of sugar. You can just keep going, keep going, keep going until you just crash. Yeah, I've heard about this. I've heard about this. Yeah. It, basically how like caffeine just drove like an industrial like uh, – not sorry, uh, uh, like a revolution in Europe. Yeah. They got caffeine and just the, all of Europe just ah! broke up. I mean maybe that's what spurred like let's just take shit. <laughs> they had caffeine for Part the first time. They're like ah! – Let's go take Africa, man. What are we doing? <laughs> they just wake up and go! you got you're like hopped up on sugar and caffeine for the first time, dude. Yeah, caffeine? for the first time, it takes like 10, 15, maybe fifty years or more for like you to just get used to it as a society. Like now, it's like okay, I need my morning coffee and then I yeah. won't be an asshole. Basically, it's a cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> they got they did a bunch. Of, oh, Europe just did cocaine and started conquering the planet. and they were doing cocaine too. That was another thing. Were they? Yeah, heroin, oh. cocaine, everything. It I was like heroin drops. I thought heroin they did, but uh, coke uh, was no big deal. It was all legal. I'm talking about four, five hundred years ago, though. Yeah, it was all. Oh, legal. they had it, it back all then. legal. I, I mean, they had the, the opium around. trade. The opium wars was like yeah, them just everyone's doing opium. No problem, dude. Wow, fucking wow, they're it? rock and roll, baby. Yeah, like this is coming out of pirate shit. So yeah, they're of course they're bad boys. And then the Victorian era was like calming it all down. I think mm-hmm. it's hard to get a sense of it, but it's well, it's. Victorian era was like calming it down on the surface. It was like we would be presentable and blah blah blah. Like behind yeah. the scenes, is the same savagery, right? It's almost like the good branding for the for the savagery. Like they they just rebranded. Yeah, they rebranded. Like they they yeah. had the East India Company and they had these guys, these cowboy capitalists, just going over fucking shit up. Yeah, they're like, and no, 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 don't forget that we are the civil ones and we yeah, are the. Blah, 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 blah. It's like no, you're not. Well, it look it it is it is a small shift at least. You know what it is, man. It's a it's, small shift that made uh, for over four hundred years that made it possible to kick. Them remember, out we watched the Prager, and we have a whole episode on it, ladies and gentlemen. Go back to our White Man's Burden on iTunes mm-hmm. and uh, check out. It's called H. W. Crocker is a fascist. 
But we did a whole episode on this PragerU University. Prager University, it's not a real university, Prager U video. Uh if you live in freedom, thank the British Empire. Oh, the so British. there was there was that part where he was like Oh, and the British were so bad. How is it that only with with only four hundred administrators they were able to run all of the Sudan? And it's because idiot. First of all, you're only the counting army. They're standing army. You're not counting uh, the British army that was there with the administrators and the Egyptian. And then this was a uh, yeah yeah exactly. So Sudan, the Sudan, was run as an English and uh, Egyptian condominium. I know that's a really weird word. It makes you think of like condo, but it's it's like a joint. Power structure is the real word. Wow. I don't know why condos are called that. That's a whole other thing. But well, it's probably like like the same word. Maybe the root word is like I, I own a little piece of something. Yeah, so I think like, it uh, is some something. Oh, uh, uh, the Sudan. That's my condo. It's, it's, <laughs> the so whole rich. building is mine, but you own a condo. You own one it. condo. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it was a power sharing structure. So you're only thinking the British administrators, who are 400, as you say. You're not counting how many British soldiers were there, right? And then you're not counting how many. Uh, uh, fucking Egyptian, Egy- Egyptian, Egyptian civil servants there are, which e- is probably Egyptian. like several thousand, and then yeah. you're not counting how many Egyptian soldiers there were. I mean, civil servants—that's me, three categories of the four that yeah. you're not counting. And you're like, look at this. But anyways, the point—you're is... you're not going to count soldiers. I mean, you're full of shit. The Come point on. is, you're like, look, only four hundred of these British desk paper paper pushers were conquering this whole thing. That's how civilized we were. It's like. First of all, that guy's not civilized because he's signing off papers being like, yes, and uh, eight, 8 million will starve t- tomorrow. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Are we bringing shit? back that bit? Remember yeah, that we're bit? doing that where bit. The, where the guy's like, that's the bit. But, but whatever. <laughs> if it's not 8 million, it's 8,000. Oh, that's unfortunate, but we need the money, so okay. No, but, no, no. The bit, is, also, the bit is basically where this British that guy. 400 is just the rebranding yeah. of like, look, it's only 400. It's like, no, you still, same business as always. You've just, you've basically outsourced some of it yeah. to the Egyptian locals yeah, to but do I, your dirty work for I, you. I love that bit though where the guy's like okay doing a tally uh, 400 killed here we'll send 200 savages to murder that tribe over there and will you keep it down you savage i'm trying to do the administrative <laughs> he's doing like a local dance and it's like will you keep that ruckus down be keep civilized. it down be civilized it's okay. high tea time six million executed uh, in the <laughs> southern region and uh yes uh-huh. that will neatly tie things up wow <laughs> we've made our fiscal quarter what was the one that we were talking about? The um, what was the one? We're t- oh, oh! So we were talking about this today, where uh, where people are saying that uh, I guess for a long time people have been saying that capitalism is reducing poverty, which I just assumed oh, that was true. Good. Like I just assumed, like yeah, okay, cool, like uh, that but that makes the sense. British are very cunning, you see. But the British are very cunning. <laughs> so now this week, I can't tell. Maybe if someone's an economist, can you explain this to me? Uh, I saw two videos this week. I mean, they're from some hard lefties, but I saw two videos this week that said poverty has not gone down at all. It's the opposite, but the definition of poverty changed at one point. Genius. So some, <laughs> ge- Mandrake, you're a bloody genius. <laughs> some administrator at the World Bank or whatever is just like, well, let's just change what the definition of poverty is. So they change the definition. They're like, we, l- capitalism, lifted these people out of There's poverty. There's less people in poverty. Well, that's what, are you going to argue with the facts? <laughs> the facts are the facts. The less people numbers. in poverty defined by, like, then. That's almost like, it's like the hyperextended version of that is like almost like a dystopian, like, purge or something, where it's like, let's just kill the poor people. I know. And now there is less poor people. But yes, you see, we'll fund, okay, that's that's the consultant. Poverty firm. is on the way out. That's There's the, almost no poor people left. 
<laughs> shooting them like yo that's East India Consulting it's like yeah. the East India Consulting was like okay well, we have a great idea you see your funding's getting cut off because there's too many poor people well what if we paid these rebels to murder yeah. four million poor people problem sp- splish splash ding dang problem solved there's just a, there's just like a concentration camp kind of thing everyone's like ah it's like screaming it's like what's that it's like it's our poverty eradication center <laughs> Paid for by the British Empire, bringing Poverty civilization to the world. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this white man's white burning. Man's burning. <laughs> wow, wow. That's our, was that our, just our intro riff? Yeah, Holy baby. Brought to you by Kenwood Self Tapes, <laughs> Flax right. Films, and Jason Wren. Jason Wren. Creative Productions. We got to make like, a tight little intro with the Jason Wren graphics so far. Yeah. His graphics have been so beautiful, babies. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. he's beautiful, Dude, his yeah. work is great. He's been in advertising for like 35 years. 35 years, award-winning advertiser. Yeah. yeah. Call him. Put him. Once again, know. our links are facebook.com slash Kenwood Self Tapes, michaelflax.com, and jasonren.com, and of course, patreon.com slash white man's burden. Yeah, we already got a patron, Danny. We, we Shout don't out anywhere. To Danny. We don't. Shout out to Danny still. Thank you Shout so much still. for the contributions that you gave us. If you Thank ever choose you. to contribute again, get on there, Danny. <laughs> oh my God, let's just cut this uh, out. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> no, I'm not hating on Danny. Danny, thank you for those two months. It was a good boost. And uh, future patrons, you know that we. You need to heed the call because we need you to chip in. Come on now, tally ho, chip, chip in. If you want to help a different way, and actually one hand washes the other, help each other here. Me and Amish got a new idea. Well, I just ran it by you. You seem to agree. Okay, tell me. Ladies and gentlemen, this is White Man's Burden, and we are now up for hire. Oh, the consulting firm. Yeah, White we Man's Burden Consulting. We need to consult. <laughs> Listen. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. No, no, no. Listen, Come this on. is a great consulting this idea. This is legit here. Where we basically just tell, yeah, like, let's just, Look, listen, we're, we're here for hire There's a lot the of fucked up problems FBA, in the world. Yeah, FBI. whoever. Yeah. Uh, if you're a policymaker of some sort, whether that's official, elected, uh, on the books, or just some sort of clandestine black, black ops, either way, <laughs> there are a lot of problems that need a fresh perspective. Okay, you're here. You're around. You're surrounded by too many yes men. You're surrounded by too many bourgeois blue bloods. You're surrounded by too many cronies who are just trying to milk the books. Uh, uh, just you know, not seeing the big picture. And what's happening, huh? What's happening? Every few years, you get a shit ton of blowback. You get terrorism. You get migrants. Too many warhawks. There's get, too many warhawks. You in get there. all these failing economies that didn't. You know, you destabilize them and you put in your puppet, but your puppet didn't listen to you. So now you got to destabilize them again and yeah. again, and you got to keep going. It you're never making, ends. You're making the same mistakes because you're surrounded by the same military industrial yahoos who are just fucking out for their own shit. Listen to us. Sit down with us for an hour. Pay us consulting fees. Let us tell you some of the real shit going on that you might be missing. We're going to fix it. I guarantee you will see a new outcome. You will see things from a way that you didn't see. It will help you. It will help us, obviously, keep our efforts going. And it will, by the grace of Allah... Or Jesus. <laughs> God is great. There is no difference between Jesus, Hashem, and Allah anyways. It's all the same. God is great. God is great. Uh, you will see that we can make a good change. We can help things get better. This is amazing. You're fucking up. And listen, we're here to help. So contact me and Amish. Email us right through the podcast. Uh, you are the uh, basically rulers of the world, and you know how to find us. Fucking find us. What Let's do it. Consulting. This is amazing. We need to dude. fix the world, okay? You're throwing so much money at other dumb shit. It costs way too much to keep this perpetual war machine going. No, it is true. Okay? You're not wrong. Here's for the a thing. Fraction Here's the thing. We're co- not wrong. For a fraction of the cost and 
yeah. very quick and very high turnaround of profit increase for you. We can give you some small and some big ideas on how to turn this around. White it's not consulting. too late. We can consult. We can find do it in a way. Like, hey. Be like the Stasi. Don't make us call you. You, you, can, you come to it us. It can be profitable, and you don't have to murder everyone. Exactly. Profitable solutions. Less blood, better Profitable PR. alternatives to murder. How about that? That's our yeah. <laughs> profitable alternatives. Yeah. That's what you need, to, you need to keep the profitable in there. You're keeping the stupid cycle going. We need to break it. We need to break it in a way oh that God. increases your profits. We're not talking about you losing profits. We're yeah. talking about doing it ethically better in a way that they'll clap and thank you for it. You yeah. want to be emperor? Be emperor. Just do it in a good way. You want the empire? Let's make the good, the empire of good. You know what I mean? What if the Nazis were a force for good and like did good things instead of murder and chaos? How better would the world be? I, yeah, it's it's it's. You know it's, what I mean? Let's wear the stormtroopers kind of for good. It's hard to get that kind of organization on the left. These right wing people, they really got like a step in line. We're gonna to get blow your minds with the angles that you haven't been able to see because you've been surrounded by these yes men idiots. Right okay, here on white these cloak burden. and dagger motherfuckers. Okay, listen, get on the horn. That's all we need to say for now, but this is a new idea. <laughs> this is great. It's in development, and it's happening. So you know what? Don't wait, okay? By the shifting sands of, of like, time? Of time, yeah, whatever. I don't know. But, uh, White Man's Burning Consulting. I mean, honestly, that's – I was just It's a call to, to think tank, called consulting, whatever you oh, want. White Man's Burning Think Tank, yeah. yeah. Just a Either way, uh, we're two dudes. Profitable alternatives. We know a lot of genocide. good shit. And you know what? You're paying. You take a tiny bit of the fraction that you're going to give, just like you did last week, to these idiots. It sounds ridiculous because we're, we're comedians, making... but actually, we're pretty good. Though. No, every good king of all of Europe and all all of ancient time had some fucking jesters. Who, yeah, they said some silly shit or whatever, but they also said profound shit Commentary during times on point. of war, during times of famine. They had good ideas. They know what the common man is thinking. Wow. They gave fresh perspective. Yeah. And that was smart. That wasn't an accident. Kings kept them around on purpose. No, no. This is a community, and we're, we're, we're putting in our applications here. Yeah. That's what this show is. It's like yeah. we're, we're basically saying, hey, can we not you murder everyone else? You should be so time? lucky. So. I, I, I just did a video about Jocko. I just shot it. I got to edit it. So, but yeah, I just did more in the fridge, too. Grab it. Eat it. I just did this uh, video about Jocko. He's like basically about how he's basically just doing this military war propaganda. Yeah, tell but him, he's tell him a little bit who Jocko is. Uh, so Jocko is basically, I mean, he's he's a Navy SEAL, former former Navy SEAL. Um, but he's just like a retired, like he's he's a very high high ranking guy, yeah. retired. Started a, wrote a best selling book, and he has his own podcast. And the book is called Extreme Ownership. And it's about this firefight that they got into in Iraq while he was in Iraq. His team uh, killed another Iraqi soldier by mistake. Yeah. And it's the whole book is how he took extreme ownership of the situation. Oh. And uh, <laughs> I mean, like, here's the thing, okay? With fr- the one thing that he kind of doesn't mention in his TED Talk or in his book is that if you kill someone by mistake in Iraq, they kind of didn't care. Especially if it was an Iraqi. The rules of engagement were so slack. Oh, my God. They were slaughtering kids and I looked up, and shit. I looked up, like, Which friendly fire, like, punishments for friendly fire. Nothing. Nothing. This guy's whole book is, like, one of my guys killed an Iraqi friendly by mistake. The biggest sin in the book. But I took responsibility. Like, it's all about how he yeah, took right. ownership of it. Meanwhile, it's like but we there's no charges. the hospital yesterday, and who gives a fuck? There's no charges. He, it, almost, it, he almost cares more about that Iraqi because he's like still a soldier, and there's still an element of like a soldier and a soldier. 
I think like a I civilian, think in, whatever. They just die. That's what war is. I think he was You're like, I, I smell a book deal. I honestly, not to be a dick. No, dude. It's it's kind of it's kind of mean. It's kind of rude. But like, no, he. You know what? He is genuine. Actually, I, I do think he's a nice he's a nice person. But he is born and raised. And still be wrong. He's born and raised in the military, and he even says at one point in this uh, London Real podcast, he's like, I wish I joined the military when I was thirteen. Oh, advocating advocating uh, child soldiers. You wish you were a child soldier. I just saw on some le- just to contrast that. Uh, there's another podcast I listen to called Behind the Bastards, and he did like a five minute rant on how like nobody under the age of eighteen should be going to no no you should have to wait till you're thirty before you can join a military. It's a big decision. Yeah, that's smart. We're getting like kids to just join this. Like, come on, it's like a twenty. It's like joining a gang. But I mean, because you could die, but it's honorable because it's part of the state. Yeah, it's honorable air quotes. Dude, when I was a kid, I remember I wanted to join the... Oh, um, he died killing local people and taking the land. Well, so much honor. I know they say it is, but it's not really. I mean, what's honor? I know, but what you feel bad honor? for the soldiers because they're so young and they're kind of, in their economic it, hardship a lot of times. The way I've always thought of it, like from a very, very young age, maybe it's my Persian, you know, semi, you know, Marxist family or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like whatever. Maybe I came to it myself. Go on, you communist. Very, very young age with the uh, sort of uh, Remembrance Day indoctrination they give us or whatever. Oh my god, indoctrination! Come on, I like. I don't mean it. Is as, it for World War One or two? Uh, uh, it's for World War. It's mostly World War One in Canada because we had Vimy Ridge and stuff. The truth is, our World War One fighting force was very effective. Our World War Two fighting force was not. But, but we but, were on the right side. But we were on the right side on World and, War One. And, and on both of those, I think those all, are worth it's remembering. It's all veterans. It's all it's Korea, it's yeah. Yugoslav, it's Kosovo, Canada peacekeeping, it's Iraq now, it's Afghanistan, it's everything. All I'm saying is from a very young age, it was mo- whatever, it was mostly World War One and Two, but I very much understood, look, okay, World War Two. there's like sort of a reason you could say more like yeah. objectively. It's like Hitler and all that stuff and whatever. Not that right. we really cared about them. Like I cared, but like not that they even really cared. They well, just kind of went in because it was like, okay, fine. We got to go. But also now. World War Two was called by World War One. But yeah, but then it's like World War One, man, like That's they're like all colonial. assholes. It's just greed and mercantilism and, you know, imperialism yeah. and whatever. But then, okay, so that's how whatever I thought. But then, so in thinking that, even at a very young age, I thought at some point, I was like, listen, even then I was like smart enough to think, or whatever, not smart enough, just I thought very consciously. I'm like, look, whatever the reason, one's kind of justified, one's not justified, maybe none of them are, maybe all of them are, whatever the reason, for those soldiers, I will still always have respect. Of course. Like, obviously, I'm not respecting war crimes and this and that, but like, man. Yeah. You... For some douchebag politician who made all these stupid mistakes and wrote with a flick of a pen your life away and your en- and the, the enemy's life away by sending these people to go fight and die. That's the guy that you That hate. guy's a piece of shit. That guy's a piece of shit. I don't like him. Fuck him up the ass on both sides, all sides, right? They're all pieces of shit. They should do the fighting. But for that fucking soldier who, for whatever reason, got put on a boat and whatever and went and fought and killed and got PTSD and died or came back all fucked up and crippled and whatever for that guy. Like he, it, none of that shit mattered. He just had to go and do this. Yeah. And so for that, I'll always have reverence for that. I'll always have, you can't blame them. You can't, you know what I mean? Not only will I not blame them, but also like shake their hand and be like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And none of those guys are usually like, 
yeah, we're goddamn right. We went over there and we killed those. Blah, 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 no, that's why I made this Jocko video. Are, this guy is but like that's why I made this Jocko video because ninety percent of those guys are like, dude, it was fucked. Why are we doing we this? Were killing, we're kids. We're killing kids. Uh, like we were, you know, whether they're, you yeah. know, I mean, World War One and Two. It's like World War One. There's stories where he's like, I was thirteen. I went to the recruitment center. They said you're too young. Take a take a lap around the a building. Maybe you'll be old enough. And I just took a walk around, and I came back 10 minutes later, and they're like, how old are you? And I said, 18. Like, it's wow. my 18th birthday. And they're like, here you go. Like, you know what I mean? So, first of all, they straight <laughs> up, straight up, so a lot of them were kids. Yeah. But even at, like, 18, 19, 20, like, you're kids, man. Yeah, you're kids, man. Kids killing kids. Forget about it. Plus the civilians, plus the starvations, plus the whatever else. Like, war is hell, bro. Yeah. And I've never fought war, but, dude, and I was too young to remember it, but I was literally born in war. Like, yeah. And, like, I can just feel it in my gut. All it's of my – everyone hell, I know – all of my Persian friends are, like, born in the in the war. All the Persian dudes that I know well, I think have told me at some point. eight years. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you're born within eight – from my year to eight years older than me, right. which is a lot of people. It's like a whole generation. My, so my buddy Puyan, and he used to wake boom. up in Iran, and the and his apartment building's glasses would all be shattered, oh my God. and he'd sleep through it. He was like – it was the first – I think it was the first Iraq war. Was it Iran – was there not – There's only one, yeah. Right. The Iran-Iraq War, 1980 Right. So the Iran-Iraq War, he was – Sponsored by America. Sponsored by America. But he basically would wake up – he would sleep through it. He'd wake up in the morning. He's like, "What happened to the glass?" <laughs> They're like, "You fucking they bombed." You know what that is? They bombed a hospital down I've, the street I've or whatever. I've seen stuff about that in uh, uh, Syrian shit right now. How it's like they'll still have weddings and whatever. And I heard about how in the concentration camps back in the day they had weddings. They still, you know, it's like there's this really. It's very sad, but it's a very, very like uh, survival mechanism critical part of our humanity, dude. That in those you can reset. Like, no matter how disgusting and bad a situation yeah. becomes, the human mind, after initial shock, will just reset and normalize. But and dude, then it's like, okay, we live in fucking right, uh, ISIS territory in Raqqa. Yeah, but we well, gotta... Well, it's, uh, it's Ahmed's birthday. Okay, like, we have like, no we money, but we got birthday, a little yeah. bit of tea. Let's because then why, what are we fighting for if not Gordy's great? Gordy's great. We're okay? not even Gordy fighting even if you're parties. just the civilians, like, caught in the middle. It's like... Okay, well, it's like light a candle. It's it's Shabbat or yeah, it's yeah. whatever. It's like no, you gotta celebrate. Isn't it interesting? We how, might die how, tomorrow. How but many come times? On, how many still... times do you talk to white people and they're or Canadian Canadian, white and like Canadian like just brown people that are here. white or whitewashed and, and, and yeah. like and and we're here or like just fully normalized Canadian, Canadian and they're here and they're like. I would never bring children into a world like this. <laughs> you ever hear that? I've heard so many people say that here. Selfish. I would never bring Selfish. children into a dude in war we're zones. In hell, they're having more kids, dude. They're like, we're like, we well, gotta survive you live this in somehow. Utopia, and you don't want to fucking have a kid, <laughs> idiot. Wow, we turned. Oh, into- you don't want to create a prince among the among the Walking Dead. Yes, you you make a prince. Like, how dare you not? Every Canadian boy is prince, brother. Yeah, we're the kings and queens of the world. <laughs> you can you have, you can give birth to a king. That's what we gotta do. It some doesn't kind even of matter like, like what color you are. At the end of the day, it's like you said. You were saying it's like the Arabs, the Hindus, whatever. It's like. <laughs> Okay, like at first we're like, oh, we're different from them, but then it's like within one generation, it's like, hey, if his boy can do it, my boy can do it too. Let's go, Brazil. Like it's like you know your rights. You're like, no, 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 you cannot Yo, say Europe? to my boy, no. You know how there's a demographic decline. Mark, you put him in the program. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's, it. <laughs> that's it. Chalas, okay. Chalas. Like, it's like, I have the rights. I have the rights. Um, I um, know my, my, <laughs> you know, my, you know the declining population in Europe. Yeah, these guys are talking Germany, about like Germany's the big one. Germany, but a lot of them are talking about like we're not replacing the Muslims or whatever. Make a commercial saying like, have your own little king. 
have a child. Have <laughs> it's a child. like it's like look, he's like a little prince. You no, can raise him. Face do it, man. You want. That's the mark of a society getting so good that life is so good that yeah. you're like, why am I having kids? We got dual income, bitch. We're both making that <laughs> money. We're traveling yeah. the world. What the fuck we want kids for? We're gonna, have, we're gonna ruin this. We're like, like get a dog and call it a day, baby. It's like it's like the we, dog will love you. It's like picture, you know. <laughs> If anything, it's like, yeah, and good. Okay, you know what? Nature, Allah, God, whatever, the earth, Mother Gaia, finds a way. You know what it does? It gives you dual income, super rich gay people who want kids now. And they're adopting, and they're inventroing, and... God is great, brother. God is great. The nuclear family, (laughs) mom and dad in Germany, aren't having kids. God is great. They want to go to the Tuscans. That's so funny. Don't worry. There'll be a rich gay guy in North America who will adopt your kids. So you're saying gay guys are having more families than straight people over here. Is that what you're saying? Right now, they're not having more. They're having to fight really hard even for the right, even... Though the paper right is there. They're if still you the made it easy for them but to adopt, natural, they'd all have 20 kids. If natural kids. trends continue, then yeah, it'll go that way. Why not? And they'll give them a great home. They'll God ra- is great. Dude, they'll raise them great. God make it, they'll everyone. they care so much. Oh, my God. They'll accessorize, love everything. Are you kidding me? That's, That's if they're wealthy, obviously. You know, Everyone else will just no, do what they can. but gay but... parents, like out-of-the-closet gay parents, sound fantastic. Yeah. It sounds like two caring, nurturing, loving people. I don't yeah. know. Like, yeah. It's you're not going to get the fights. Like, straight couple, you're going to get some fights. No, listen, listen, listen. There's not that. No, you're not going to get any. F- There's going to be some fights. It's a family. Fine. It's a gay family. It's, they're going to have no, some fights. No, it's humans. It's forget about gay. Even they're just crazy. They're humans. They're like, human. They're going to have some fights. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just so feel like. They're perfect angels. Like, whatever. Look, it's look it just feels they're like. They're shitty parents. They can make good parents. Stripe. They could yeah. be good parents. But though. yeah, absolutely. There's as a lot of good parents in there. It's. Yeah. You know what's so interesting? You know there's a right-wing movement that is against that? Like, they're, they're fighting against, like, gay people adopting kids? Let them yeah, have kids! They're like, it's the family! It's like, no, 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 you, oh, you won't let people have abortions, but you won't let the gays adopt them. Come on! What do you want? Oh, what we all have... Want? You want fucking forced monogamy? Jordan Peterson Catholicism. Yeah, they want everyone want straight? The, uh, making babies. Knock, knock, it's the clergy. Uh, we just want to check your wife's vagina? Okay, yep, uh, it's uh, DNA tagged. It's <laughs> only your DNA has uh, hit this? Okay, cool. That's good. Uh, we'll um, be back next week. Well, <laughs> thank you. We're the Order of St. Benedict. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Imagine you could just, there, there's, there's, the, there's, the, uh, there's the fidelity police, and you just call yeah. the church and like, uh, hey, I think my wife is cheating. I don't know. <laughs> like, they just come okay, check. Okay, we'll get a DNA tag. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, That's no. so from that TV show. Well, no, from that book uh, that Margaret thing wrote. Oh, uh, Handmaid's Tale? That's so Handmaid's Tale, yeah. dude. Oh, my God. Have you seen it? I haven't, and I'm uh, so sad that I heard that Margaret Atwood is, uh, got under, you don't know about this? What happened? Dude, she's under attack from a uh, super lefty feminist. Oh, dear Lord. When? Because they're like, Margaret, I want you stuck in first wave feminism. She's blah, blah, blah. It's like, you fucking idiot morons. She's one oh, of the Canadian God. heroes. She's been fighting for women all over globally. Can we stop the internal fighting? For so long. Let's stop the internal fighting, she's, people. She's I'm saying this on, as a member of the like, team. Oh, Margaret, I was Hitler now. She's I'm like, as a feminist. I'm saying, can we bigot, not? You are fucked, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Like, what are you talking? What did she say? What did she say? Dude, I don't know, man. It was so. I was just infuriated by just even. It was just that so dumb thing. that you didn't even read and it. What just, happened? I read like that. I read the comments of them being like. She doesn't understand that this is that, blah, blah, blah. She's stuck in the old... I was like, okay, you're arguing with Margaret Atwood. What do you want from me? Can we have a little How respect for the idols? Can we How have a little... Take you... Yo, like, this might be for the gram. It's like they told Oprah to go <laughs> suck a... Leave Margaret Atwood alone. Like they told Oprah to go suck a dick on black, black success. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what do you want from me? What do you want? What do you, you, can't, you can't. They'll never be happy. 
Don't, don't say Dale will never be happy. Come on. I'm, when I'm joking, I'll say any goddamn word I want. Dale never be yeah, happy. Oh, yeah. No, listen. I'm saying oh, we're saying this as a hey, member of the inside hey, team here. And I, I was with you, and I agree. Uh, gay people should adopt more, and they are, and yeah, they they, they'll be able to. But you're like, oh, and they'll never have a single fight. They'll never even argue. No, 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 Unless not a ever. Gay agenda, Mish Patel over here oh. on the payroll. He's fucking thrown out. It seems don't like a sweetie perfect. pie family life. It seems don't, like a sweetie pie don't family say life. They, this guy. They, they'll, they'll, it seems say like they, they are they. Actually, I use the correct term. No, uh, uh, oh, I, I meant like they. Oh, they'll. How does it? It, it just sounds like um, I know, I know, I know, it just sounds I know, like someone's know, like oh they'll they'll be they'll be ravenous and it's I no I was literally giving a shout out but I'm like yeah I know it's my my back my my fucked up Bandit shout outs always end up with like, an insult in them like, a little know, bit the Jews they will always find a way to see what you are doing you know what I mean I'm like giving a shout out I'm like they'll show up for Steve because the Steve Bannon Peter Monk debate that all these oh yeah explain dumbass, this Jewish thing like that, the extra the extra hardcore left you know. My brothers who are misguided, let's mean brothers, sisters, and days who are misguided. Uh, okay. Allah bless them. Uh, they were like, they were like, you can't go to that debate. That's whatever. And we did a whole white man's burn thing of it. I don't know the mess of the. We haven't got it yeah. to market yet. I'm sorry. Patreon, help us out. Give us some money so yeah. that we can Send actually get this shit done. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Either just be an editor. Whatever. Crook, we need some edits here. Yeah. Uh, but so, but we were doing it, and people are like, "How'd you even? You, you can't have this debate. They are not allowed. Whatever." I know. Extras. What is this? Like, we're but not allowed to talk. You to You look people. in the audience, and Bannon is a fascist, and 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 uh, what's the other guy from? Is calling him out, and he's like, "You're using from these, did hard call outs on like, the show." He's like, "You're doing the anti-Semitic dog whistle, whatever." You look in the audience, man, and we're just assuming, but it's it's all white mostly. And not that I'm not assuming, but that, and I'm assuming, and it looks like mostly like Jewish crowd. And I was basically like, I was like, listen, because you were kind of like Ju- Jewish well, intellectuals. You were kind of like, how are they even like? Why are they? They're they're here or whatever. Like, and it's like not in a bad way, but it's like they're here watching this, and it's anti-Semitic. I'm like, because they're always gonna show up to see it firsthand. Yeah, they want to come you know see. I mean? Like, yeah. oh, you're talking some Jew hate. Oh, you're trying to bring fascism to. North America and help me, whatever. We want to see that. We're gonna. You're not gonna tell us we can't go see that. Yeah. No, I will go see it. I will, I will go, go hear it for I myself. I have to. And hear I it. was like, I was like, you can't fool them. You can't fool them. And then you, you joked around. You're like, Vanda's like, yo, you can, the Jews will see all. They Never. Can always see. The Jew always has eyeball in the involved. Don't all the time. <laughs> Every time when, you cannot hide from when Jew, we say who can who can see in a jar, dark room, oh, even a Jew can see in dark room, like, <laughs> exactly. without like something like some the kind Jew of horns give them dark uh, night vision. They have <laughs> like, <laughs> my call out sound like God a, give them night vision to keep us make us smart. We have to. <laughs> whenever you think uh, something secret, Jew always watching. That's a- like <laughs> apex apex predator. You know? wow. <laughs> but yeah, my my call my uh, your shout out turned shout sounded out like, sound a, like a. Ooh. Well, I remember one time I was telling uh, I was telling Sam that Jordan Peterson gave the Jews a shout out. I was like, Yo, he he has a video called What's What do you think of the Jews? So he's like, Oh, like what kind fa- of question is this? A false shout out. And basically, it's the he goes opposite of what I did. But Jordan Peterson's like, They have a very high intellect. That's <laughs> that's for sure. Something like that. He opened with that. Oh my God, that's. <laughs> And I showed that to, I showed that to Sam Feldman, and he's like, "That's fucking racist." That's not and I was propaganda. Like, yeah. But I was like, "Hey, hey, hey, can't you get a shout out?" <laughs> but like, it's no, no, it's not. It's literally the opposite. Mine's a real shout out, uh, jokingly put into like a, 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 a like a hot like a hostile kind of whatever. Yeah. And his is like fake shout out, 
that's like really trying to like say some crazy, you know, bad shit. That's it's, it's, I've said it so many times. It's the evangelical, and Jordan Peterson's totally part of that sort of like uh, that yeah. Christian right wing. They are, dude. I've said it. They a believe, he believes in the Crusades. No, no. He, he I've the said it a million happening. times, and it's all conspiracy theory. And let's break this down in the way that we broke down the nine eleven. How it's like maybe the, this is the, the this is the David Icke alien kind of part of it that you got to shed off, and then this is like the real thing under it. Right, right. But I've always said, and I do believe this. Because these evangelical right wings who are who are in the military industrial complex and the government, they want the end times so badly that they are the all this. Oh, we're friends with the Jews. We love the Jews is the biggest. We actually hate the Jews and are like duping them and fucking them over. Oh, my God. Snake in the grass. Fake friendship ever. Because they're like, we're your friend, bud. We're your friend. What do you want? Jesus you want back. military funding? You want military funding? Hey, fuck all these Arabs around you. Oh, they don't know shit because you're with us, bud. Don't worry. Come on up. Come on up with us. Come on up with us. Meanwhile, it's like, oh, but we got this book, and it says that only when uh, two-thirds of the Jews' uh, neighbors kill the Jews, uh, or like when the Jewish neighbors kill two-thirds like of the Jews. That's when Jesus comes back. That's when Jesus will come. So, uh, oh, we got Israel on the line. Yeah, but everything's good. We got those missiles for you. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, yeah, we'll keep, more, we'll keep funding your R&D. Basically. You're our best friend. We support you. It's like, buddy, who's been killing Jews for all this time? The fucking Christians. For yeah. all this time, the Nazis, Christians, the fucking pogroms, Christians, the fucking Inquisition, Spanish Inquisition, Catholic, Catholic Church. Who's been killing these fucking Jews? Yeah, actually, now I, we gotta trust I don't think the Muslims guys. have been that hard on the Jews in the past. No. And I think when, they've always had like Jews a little section of their Muslim kingdoms. Lands, they, yeah. they were equals and they got to do Dude, their thing. Dude, there's some right-wing people that'll hear that and they'll laugh out. They'll uh, be like, no Ottoman way. Empire, over 600 years, Jews were totally fine. Iran, <laughs> Jews are totally fine. You know what I mean? Post-revolution, okay, were a lot of them like working within the Shah's regime and listen. Close they were up? they were probably Did like they second class. Did they? They're probably like a little bit lower, not but not really. like let's kill. These they people. weren't really uh, no, because they were really they were some of the most successful Iranians. And, well, you and, were saying this too and about them it. leaving Iran in a post-revolution in on mass. Not all of them, but most like a lot of them. That really hurt. Iran, that's a big ba- brain drain of our wow. brothers and sisters that we shouldn't have lost. And capital, because they're smart. They took their money with them. You know what I mean? Wouldn't you? They yeah. fled. They fled because of the fear of what might happen of some Muslim dictator. That yeah, yeah. but it wasn't really the Jews who are still in Iran are like you know I'm not gonna say their life is the best in the world, but they aren't persecuted because even in the hardline Iranian regime, who I'm not defending at all, I'm just saying facts of what's on their documents what's their official doctrine right in the iranian regime they still say that jews are protected and like part of the wow. iranian threshold and they say we make a complete distinction between any jews around the world or our iranian jews yeah and and uh right like literal like zionist like they make a distinction between those who are like, we're the Zionists, we believe in, you know, like taking Palestine's land and, you know, like that part of Judaism. Right. And just the religion of Judaism. So by default, it's not like Jew equals bad. It's like, we don't like Zionists. We don't agree with the Israeli regime. But like Jews and Iranians have been friends forever. They're Abrahamic. They're protected in the thing. You're my brother. Uh, no other place in the Middle East has Jewish representatives in, uh, in government. Iran has... Uh, um, they can win other seats too, but they always have. Uh, they have a. Uh, How many seats? They have one that's f- just them, no matter what. 
Like they have a guaranteed. They have a one. guaranteed they Jewish have a seat. Guaranteed one in the Islamic whoa, Republic. Fucking whoa, whoa, uh, Iran. Yeah. Very modern. Very modern. And that's that's the right wing Islamic Republic of Iran. Very modern. Not Iran. even forget about Iran itself. In Iran, even our terrorist is very modern. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. How proud are you of this? This dude, even in Iran Iran is so modern. Ancient, even our terrorists say, dude, "Okay, we believe in women we rights." We always talk about. We always talk about Cyrus. Even our terrorists want women rights. We always talk about Please. Cyrus. Cyrus. This and yeah. that. We we haven't really talked about it on this show, but Queen Esther. Queen Esther was the ah. Jewish queen of Iran, bro. Ah, God is great, bro. We had a Jewish queen. God is great. Do you know the 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 Hebrew the Israel? Sorry, not Israeli. The Jewish. Uh, story of the holiday of pogrom, uh, not pogrom. That's the uh, Russians kicking them out. Um, sorry, Purim? Purim, Purim. Yeah, it's a Jewish holiday. I remember Home for Purim. Great this, movie. This is the story. You know the story? This is, as told by Van Dad, obviously. Tell me. Let's hear. It. Let's hear the story. Van Dad okay. story. Let's hear. So, <laughs> take it to ancient Persia, baby. Ancient Persia. There's Queen Esther. There's the Jewish. Uh, there's, there's the that's the Jewish queen of Iran. Uh, Persia, and I don't know who the king is. It might have been Cyrus, but I think it's Darius. Okay, I'm not sure. Darius, uh, one of his sons, or maybe he was dad. I, I don't really know. I got. I'm, I'm an insult to my people. I, I don't know enough. But, uh, but so there's the Persian king, and then he had an advisor named Hagar. Hagar turned out to be a fucking cocksucker, and I don't mean he's a gay person. I mean just like, like in the sense of like yeah, this piece shit. of shit, fucking cocksucker. Like I'm from Bianca's all of a sudden, um, and. And so Hagar hatched this plot to be like, you know what? I don't like Jews, and I want to get rid of the Jews in the Persian Empire. Either expel them or kill some of them or whatever. We got to get rid of the Jews. I don't like Jews. Okay? Right. The king finds out. The uh. king finds out this is like, Hagar, not only am I going to cut your balls off, but I'm going to cut your son and your gr- grandson's balls off. Okay. So that, See, now he went from positive to negative. Ex- pro pro gay ex- rights. <laughs> But what's with the kid ball cutting super, off? Super, super extra. But the point is, you're anti-Semitic, and your family is done. There's going to be no anti. This anti-Semitic. They cut lineage, his balls off. This anti-Semitic lineage ben, did is they actually not cut the balls off? I mean, it's the it's the story. I don't fucking was I there? I don't know. This is the story. But the story is they cut the balls the story off. Goes, it's historical. They though. cut off. Oh, it's biblical. Oh, it's biblical. I mean, listen, depending on who you talk to. Listen, some of the real stories are like Bible shit, though. Yeah. Like so, the fratter side whatever. thing. But the point is, they and so and it's kind of like their Halloween. So every year for uh, New Year's, Jew, uh, so for that time, oh my God. Jews will uh, dress up as like scary things. And it used to be you dress oh. up like Hagar. I thought they had a no ball you dress costume. Up little, like, uh, no ball you costume. dress up like Hagar. I believe there is, may, may, this might be total my imagination. A no balls costume? I, no, no, no. No, 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 no. But I think, I think, because they hand out, uh, it, now it's candy, it's very Americanized, but they would hand out like sweets and uh, fruits and stuff. Yeah. And I think, maybe this is my imagination playing tricks on me. I think there's a thing of like the grapes. I'm, I'm, I think I'm mixing it up with uh, <laughs> eyeballs during Halloween here, but yeah. I'm pretty sure there might be like grapes, and it's like Hagar's <laughs> Hagar's balls. Maybe? Have one, hey, have one Hagar's balls. <laughs> if we were living, but dude, if we were living in a world where where Iran won, Halloween would be the, something dude, else. And instead of if we hate eyeballs, the Jews, it would no. be we found Hagar's out, hey, balls. In our midst, someone hates Jews. We're cutting your balls off, dude. We don't fuck with that shit. That's our queen. Ooh. The tomb of Esther. God is great. Esther is the queen in the Bible. In the Bible, they quote the Persian queen and Persian king. 
Esther's wow. tomb is in Iran. This was a racist place. That would have been fucking desecrated. No one's ever touched Esther's tomb. No one's fucking with Esther's tomb ever. Ever any Muslim Iranian would still be like, no, this is. They quote Moses. The people at pe- we are so modern. Moses, we are call so him, modern. Uh, Moshe. We have Jewish queen five thousand years ago. Yeah, okay. exactly, bro. Brother, because God is great. They start fucking forty years of bullshit politics against the right, most right wing Iranians versus the most right wing. Uh, Israelis and most right-wing Americans. Of course, everyone's sticking their tongue out of each other, and they're like, we're our arch nemesis, and this is the axis of evil. You take away this 40 years, everyone's best friends, good times, you know what I mean? It's bullshit. You go maybe 80 years back, the Palestinians and Jews, the Arabs and Jews were fine, dude. You know, a lot of the first wave uh, Israeli immigrants were the uh, Jews from the Arab countries. So they were literally not that... So genetically, I mean, believe it or not, most of these people are both the same. There's European Judaism, and uh, and there's... Uh, Ashkenazi, and then yeah, there's like... Yeah, and I, f- I honestly forget which one's which, but one is like European, and one is... I think is, Ashkenazi is like the white European. Yeah, and then the other one is the is the local. Those local ones are genetically, it's like, you know how like... You I mean say, Israeli local? Yeah, like now Israeli local is a mix of all these. Because our local is Ashkenazi. Their local is like a they're they, they're like Arab. Uh, yeah, but that Arab. used to be lo- local. There's so many Ashkenazi waves and mm-hmm. mixing that now everyone's just Israel's Israel. It's all over the place. But yeah. but originally, yeah, those ones who were the local, they are just like their Palestinian, like their Muslim friends. But there was all there was Egyptian Jews who came in who were Egyptian Arab Jews, and there's so in in Egypt. Okay, there was a ma- and then it all kind of moved over to Israel and then slowly started to die off. But in Egypt originally, and then Israel, I saw a whole documentary on it. There was the Jewish, Jewish Arab, like Jewish Egyptian opera circuit, and there was an opera circuit of these Jewish Egyptians who sang in Arabic, and it was still so big that even when they moved to Israel, there was still a big enough circuit for like thirty years. There was these Egyptians singing, uh. In Egyptian Jews singing in Arabic in Israel from Egypt who just like visited and, and started living there now and it was still so big and it was like this guy's giving an interview he's just like they were be- in the in the Arab opera they were big stars forget about it bigger stars than you ever see in Hollywood like they wow. were the big stars and it was that tight of a relationship that wow. they crisscross and it's they make it up that we're all enemies and we gotta kill each other and whatever and if you go back enough and I'm not I'm not hating on the Christians. But if you go back not even that far, it's the Christians being like, oh, you two are enemies now. Okay, we can't officially kill you anymore, but we can secretly prop up these people who do, and we can prop you up to keep defending yourself as long as you need to sound – and the Christian sounds like a Jew in my voice now, but it's like as long as you need to keep defending themselves well, I against the barbarians, see, then – I definitely see that the, that the Christians just were, shifted have it. persecuted Jewish people for a now long – Now they don't, but they just set up – you're being persecuted. You're going to persecute them, and hey, you, you're being persecuted by them. So you need to spend lots of money, and it's just keeping their rivalry going. Oh, like so you're meanwhile, saying the, you're who's saying still the Christians running pay, shit? Pay for these rivalries to keep going. Yeah. So meanwhile, who's running dog. shit in the background? The Christian evangelicals, industrial complex. Well, what about what about it's, some of they these guys it from the Brits? Oh, we're leaving Mother India. Okay, you two Hindus and things, you start fighting. Yeah, the Come way they on. left. The way they left. They all the had differences. About. They had conflicts. Okay, no one's perfectly Shangri La. Yeah, in the British exploit. But it. they still weren't killing each other like that. They didn't hate each other like that. In fact, uh, they were all comrades. Were they not all sepoys? Were they all not all building the railroads and fucking uh, caning the sugar fields and what? You know what I mean? Like they were still all 
under the occupation together. Yeah. So it's that camaraderie, and it's okay. We're all we're none. Of, listen, you're a Muslim. You're this. You're Sikh. They treat you a little better if you're the martial yeah, races. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit. Look, there was some beef, there's but they brown and then there's madam. Oh, madam. There's some so, beefs so that were that were existing, and they came in like exploited it. They were like, you two just go harder. Yeah, yeah. It was still like, okay, we're brown, but there's white people that are beating us every day. Are they killing? You know what I mean? You still, but and once you got rid of the white overseer. You still weren't like okay. Now we can just both be equal and no, good. because they left it's you like, with no, these now, rules. Oh, who will take over? I am British now. No, me. Like they left, be, like they they basically exploited the beef. It's engineered like, going in, and then as they're leaving too, they kind of it, left everyone fighting each other so that they don't come back. I guess it's like I know I don't want to be the conspiracy theory. Guys, was there like, was there ever any official document saying that they did it for that reason though? I wonder if they would ever leak that by mistake because there's that like, movie that can, you watched where, where they split exploit, up Pakistan. I saw. They always try to paint it as like we did our best, but the locals were too. I saw one where it was like the documentary guy saying it. I don't think it was like the Brits policy admitting it, but they basically said how like they went into, you know, it was on the Gold Coast, like Ghana and stuff. It was that Gold Coast video. But they're like they went in and they just basically saw that there was this like slight rivalry. It was like kind of harmless, but they still were like, we're this and you're this. And they just went in and just kind of eeny, meeny, miny, mo, like chose yeah. one of them. And then they're like, okay, we're going to work with you exclusively and not them. And I think in the policy, other one, that one just became rich. And then it was like, okay, so now you, these guys are poor now because we exclusively give you. You know how you now sell you it? You just run them. No, but you know how you sell it? Like you go you, Tootsie's thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know how you like, sell it? Do you go back to the queen and you say, um, your majesty, uh, you know, as, as, part of your, as part of your charter, we have to help whatever. These poor people of the southern Sudan are being attacked by this other tribe, and they're just so barbaric. Can we go in and help them for the grace of God and for the que- to show the queen's mercy? Yeah. So then they do that, but maybe that guy has another deal where he's, his buddy sells the Yeah, weapons. really, he was the nice guy, and they just burnt his village, and they sided with the fucking Jafar or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, how do you know? Like, it's whatever your guy who you paid off tells the person in England is the scoop. Right, right, right. No, no, it's, there. it's, it, there is corruption in that. For sure. I mean, it shouldn't be happening anyway, but there's definitely corruption. And then a lot of times, yeah, like maybe, because with the Middle East, it just seems like an endless thing that never stops anywhere. Like, it's like, like it's always like every, everyone, every problem that's happening now, like ISIS, is like that wouldn't have happened because they, they, they created a power the vacuum. That's line. Skype code line, but also they created a vacuum when they went into Iraq. So okay, yeah. so like, what if they didn't go into Iraq? Then Saddam Hussein would be doing this. I took it, but if you, if you, if I you took it just all the way to Skype code. Skype code, but like, but yeah, yeah, there's, there's that a trail turns into this. Like, you're going from ba- now to backwards. I'm going back to forwards, but it meets in the middle. It's like literally. Yeah, like Skype code is like one of the many things. Probably before yeah. that, the Christians and the Muslims probably had a fight sure, over it sure. or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it goes right back to the creation of Islam, maybe where it was almost made into. Here, here. This is like a theory that I have, where where the where, where Islam was almost built to fight the Crusades, almost because what happens is like the Christians are are exploiting this area. Crusades came after uh, after Islam was built, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying I'm saying this is an area that I think was being exploited by them, and so the people of that area were like, we need to band together and make a religion that protects us and identifies us. So we're gonna be this religion now, and we're gonna be a united force that can fight back against this. Uh, attack on us because we don't like how they're trying to conquer and make us into second class citizens. So I, I saw, I, I mean, look, uh, like I said, atheist parents, I'm really the wrong kind of Muslim, anyways. Yeah. Even if I was Muslim, I'd, they'd be like, no, he's a kufar. Like, ISIS would be like, he is an unbeliever heretic. Kill him. You are white, brother. Like, I'd get killed by ISIS even. No, you are so, too white. You're <laughs> Persians are different, but. Uh, we are so progressive. But, uh, but like, so I saw this movie years ago. I was in Dubai. 
It's called The Messenger. It's actually a Hollywood movie, 100% paid for by, like, uh, the Gulf states. It's, like, Saudi Arabia and some others, like, pitched in. All, like, mostly white actors. Like, Brit- British actors. Like, what, mostly right. white British actors. But they were brown faces? Kind of like a brown face kind of thing. Okay. But what, what race were they playing? Uh, Arabs. Arabs. So, yeah, you can do Arabs a little bronzer. Sub-Saharan you Africans. can do a little bronzer and just call it a day on that. Yeah. They weren't going full. Bl- Wait, there's old movies where they go full black on it. It's like a mix, and I'm sure they threw in some real brown. And there's real some black really good, whatever. like I think that Zulu movie, the old black. It's and like white a one. pretty tasteful done movie, whatever, okay. and yeah. it's supposed to just be like this. The or I don't know if it's the Quran or it's just whatever, but it's the origin of Islam. It's like right. the, it's like Muhammad's like story, basically Muhammad okay. and his messengers, right? So in this movie, I watched it, and basically what I got gathered was that. On the Arabian Peninsula, there was this, like, sort of other – there was, like, this kind of, like, other religion or, like – there were these tribes of just, like, kind of, like, pagan-y things. And this obviously propaganda, too. But these other guys, they weren't – there was the Christians, there was Jews, and then there's these other guys. And these other guys were kind of just, like, bandits. So, like, Islam started, and they were, like – they're literally discussing, like, how should we – should we – should we? What should we do? Put on our mosque to call people to prayer. Uh, the the so and so do this. Like they're I don't know. I forget what. I don't even know what Jews do. To, like I guess the Jews they do it like this. He's like the Christians have a bell. And then the guy was like, No, why don't we use the sound of voice? So it's literally like a guy standing, being like, Come and pray, come and pray. That's like that's why those mosques are like Allah, like yeah. today it's just a recording on loop. But it used to be like a guy being like, It's time to pray. Come and pray, brothers. Right. Anyway, so it's like the origin story or whatever. And I just put that part there because it, it showed how, like, they were, like, down with the Christians. Right. Like, maybe we should do a bell like the uh, Christian brothers or like, yeah. whatever. It's like yeah, that kind of vibe. Like, our brothers. But, yeah. yeah. But then there was, like, basically the whole thing. And the reason uh, it's, like, Saudi Arabia is one holy city and it kind of emerged from, I think, emerged from Saudi Arabia. It's, like, it's like whoever built, the, you know, that Kaaba or whatever? That big black stone? Yeah. The Muslims didn't build that. That was like there. Yeah, yeah. That's they, like that's they, like some I think pagan they took thing. it over. I think they took it. They over. took it over. It and might they be Hindu. Some people thing. think it's Hindu. Yeah, it's like I don't know. It could be Jewish. Could be whatever. whatever like yeah, yeah. who? Know, yeah, Hindu. Like I, I don't know. Or I don't maybe know. it was nothing. And who knows? Yeah, it's yeah. a conspiracy theory that it was like an cool old Hindu too. thing. More people should be able to go see it. It's kind of like the pyramids, but whatever. They yeah. Mecca's for Muslims only. Whatever. I'll go without you guys. But uh, but anyway, so basically what happened is like the reason that Medina, Mecca, and Medina, Mecca is that one, but then Medina is the other town is basically they were like we're turning muslim and the local group or whatever that was like whatever it was like before islam there like but not the christian they knew about christians and whatever but whoever the other people were some other religion that didn't survive maybe or? yeah exactly some okay. sort of people who i guess aren't there anymore they like basically started slaughtering them and like drove them out so they had to leave okay they left and then they went to uh, the Dome of the Rock or whatever. Like, they went to Jer- uh, Jerusalem, and the Jews gave him shelter. They gave Muhammad and these new, uh, this new religion of, of Islam that's is coming great. out of nowhere. These, God these, is a great. These, literally, these refugees who are driven from their home Brother. were given refuge by the... Muhammad was given refuge in, in the Old Temple God is great. by the Christians and by the, by the Jews. Christians and Jews? Yeah, and that's where he wrote. Yeah, because there was the Holy Sepulchre, which is right there, right, that old church and the Nativity and whatever. 
and the Jews and the, they, they they gave them like they let them live in that town and that's where he wrote Look, the Quran yeah. or whatever and that's I guess where he died eventually and descended to heaven or whatever but the whole thing was Islam was then born out of we started believing this and we were driven from our homes and the whole thing was like then they became Muslim and they united and then they went and got their homes back and I guess killed those other guys. And, like, those guys, I don't know, they don't exist anymore. Well, you, you got to set it up so that they kicked us out first, but and then you're the good guy. The whole, you got to be the good yeah, guy. The whole thing is based on, like, when you get kicked out, like, your whole struggle is to, like, go get it back. And you have to – that's part of the religion is, like, you have to get it back. Yeah. So then, however many years later, I'm not exactly sure, eventually someone decided in Christianity – no, it, like you know, hard. I'm not gonna blame all the Christians, but some sort of doctrine in the church changed to fuck this coexistence. We're taking these guys out. Started going after the Muslims, and then, but then you remember the Muslims are then ba- a religion based on from our very big. It's like you know how the Jews are always like right. the Jews are always like we are always been persecuted. This is the badge we wear. We've always been driven out. We live in exile. We're yeah. citizens Islam of the world. Islam is like we're the ones who take it back. Yeah, they're like, we also, like, and the Sikhs are like, we've always been killed. That's why we need the knife. Like, we, we need to defend It's a warrior. Ourselves. It's like a warrior. It's thing. a warrior. The Muslims, too, are like, we've, we, from our birth, we were driven away. And in the jihad, and I'm not promoting jihad, anybody. If CIA, remember, hire us for, for, consulting. Uh, for consulting. White man's burden consulting. Well, yeah, um, and patreon.com, you can link us there. Uh, but, but their idea of jihad, like, wasn't the, oh, kill necessarily, but it's, it's they drive you out. You have to go get it. Like you're not complete until you go get it. So yeah. it's, the danger is God when you it. try to wipe. Like God out, wants you to stand up for yourself. When you try to wipe out a group, like that's your mandate. The Crusades wipe them out, take the Holy Land back, whatever the land that we invited them to a long time ago. Take it back, kill them. Uh, when you try to kill them and take them out, and their whole DNA is we get taken out. We have to. We don't. We don't sleep. Like everyone in our generation has to fight. know the cause and let's go, brother. We have go, to fight go back towards getting it that's back. That's right. That's the let's go, brother. All we you, have to fight all back. All you can have then is this perpetual war, yeah, and, it, and per- they don't yeah. care if it takes them generations. But how noble of them! But how noble that their thing is like if someone kicks you out. God want you to fight back, brother. Yeah. It's not right. It brother. starts good, but of course it gets warped over time and generations of. That's pretty noble. The more they try to kill them, the more they get degraded and lower and shittier tactics. And instead of going and fight back could have meant like having the money and the intellect to lobby the governments and to propaganda war fight back. Uh, Jihad means struggle. It doesn't mean necessarily war. It means peaceful struggle. peaceful. Today it's like you have the Al Jazeera's and you have the the media and the UN and you diplomacy and you can hold you can fight back in so many good ways too. You know, but the more you leave them only few options of like grabbing the fucking uh, bomb, vest, missile, fucking even knife, even just like desperate shit like the rocks, the more you don't give them the power to have a lawyer. And you know what I mean? Like Saddam Hussein, that fucking dog, when he was tried, he had a fucking high payroll French lawyer. That he imported and he still had his they hung him like a dog, but he still had his moment in, in court where the court was like, you're you killed the Iraqi people and your war crimes. And he's like, no, I am the Iraqi people. I stand for them. And he had a lawyer, French, you know, the Nazis, they gave a nice lawyer to, they gave American, even a Jewish. There's one, the guy who had to defend, uh, Goring was a Jewish American. 
and he still is a professional lawyer and is going to give the best defense. You you know, if you're a lawyer, yeah, you got to, you got to. You're a lawyer and the ju- you have that honor. The judge, forget about honor. If the judge senses you're not giving a good oh, one, true. you're you're out. You yeah. have to give the best. You got to give the best. You can't fuck around. Yeah. So he still had to do it. He did it, his job. He did his and job. And he had his honor. Yeah, and I'll give him He did that. his job. He did his job. He was like, I'm a lawyer, and, and his, I have to. He kept his manhood. And uphold his, the legal system his, here. You know. And, they believe and, in and, it. And in Judaism, it believes that too. Do what's right, no matter what, you know. So, so wow. you gave them those, you know, that sort of privilege. But these other people, you just kind of bomb to death and treat like a dog and summary execute. Treat like the you know treat like you treat our black American friends on the streets just pow 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 summary. Where's his trial? Give fucking your best friend Saddam who you funded for fucking thirty years a nice trial. You don't give this fucking Trayvon Martin a trial for what stealing a Skittles or whatever the fuck it is, wearing a fucking hoodie in your compound. How come so many so many like there's a lot of people that are pro the other guy. How did how do they? Of course they are. Bro. How do they America. find that? How do they, I feel is stand your ground and if you feel threatened as an american on your rich one percent property and you don't you're not used to seeing black people are allowed to walk your street and you suddenly do it scares you why do you call them why do you think we call them spooks they're scary and he shot him to protect his family as is an american right is that they're what it fucking is? dickheads i feel like bro. steven Crowder has like t- who is two, this three black hours. boy walking down my street who is he hey are you trouble ah boom Skittles. Skittles, bro. He didn't even steal them. He just he had Skittles in his hand. Oh, I thought it was a weapon. Ah. You know Steven Crowder? You know what Canadian? it is. You know Steven Crowder, right? Okay, I think yeah, he has like three Crowder. hours. Our boy Paul Chuck I think he it. has three hours of like anti this kid material on YouTube. Dude, this uh, fucking uh, George Zimmerman, part of how he supplements Zimmerman. his income now is not only, not only, it's a me- he's a Mexican guy, by the way. It's not a Jewish guy. That's, oh. I, mean, I don't know. How he did I say that? that? I didn't say that. No, no. I'm just. Oh, Zimmerman sounds Jewish. For all though. curiosity. Yeah. Say, Zimmerman or, sounds Jewish. But, uh. He's Mexican-American. A lot of Mexicans a few generations in, actually become super conservative, anti-immigrant people. Like, they're like, I came here the legal way. How come these fucking guys are just jumping over? Blah, 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 Dude, Indian but people your too. your family was rich and could afford the lawyers. That doesn't mean they have to die. There's cartel blood wars being funded by American co- American yeah. lust for cocaine and American no, fucking dude, Indian guns. People do it too. Indian people do it too. They don't want, they, lives, Indian people do it too where they're like they're like okay these new Indian these now there's so many Indians is destroying the culture. There's Indian yeah, people I know, I know. that say that about the next generation yeah. of Indian like okay now we let too many Indians in. You know yeah. what I mean? It's going to destroy the it's culture. It's going to make us look bad. It's, uh, yeah. But so how part of how he supplements his income other 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 than making tons of money on Patreon which anyone who thinks, oh, we're stupid for asking for money on Patreon, Zimmerman, the dude who killed Trayvon Martin, and many of the cops who killed young black people on the streets and got fired or quit, got tons of money on crowdfunding from wow. white supremacists. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. But another way that he supplements his income is he goes around to gun shows and he autographs guns and he also sells his old gu- He sold the gun that he killed Trayvon Martin for. With Stop for six hundred thousand dollars. This is America, buddy. This is the fucking worship of anything that's <sighs> rare. You made that into a business. Say sens- sensational. This is a military I'm culture. Sorry, st- this is a military. Blood These are lust. A military people. Bloodlust, baby. How crazy that the top. Like, look at Europe and Canada. We don't have guns. We don't fight. We have We're chill. Guns. We're chill. We wait hunt, for hunting. We, 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 but we're not like them. Uh, like, everyone should be able to carry a gun. I'm going to Taco Bell with an AR-15 slung around myself. Ah, stand my ground. They're a militarized you people. You scare me, I get to kill you. Fuck you, loser. What kind of human are you? Oh, my God. They're a military people. Yeah. They're a militarized people. They're, they are looking more like Starship Troopers. Right now, oh, we got to talk about this. War begets war, baby. They were, they were, They were 
forged in war. They're, yeah. Their whole purpose Look, is they're war. the top dog, and they got to keep everything in check. They got to just... They just got to bark. fucking smart. They got to... You don't have to do it in love. You don't have to do it with the fucking guns. You don't have to do it with the bullets and the blood. You fucking idiots. This is why you need to consult with us. You need us to consult with you. Yeah, You're going to have no. less blood, less pain, less PTSD, fraction of the cost. Profitable alternatives. Profits. Profitable alternatives to genocide. What are you doing, you idiot? This is our new consulting firm. Profitable sorry, alternatives I'm to so genocide. I'm harsh, but it's... you're wasting time. And you're killing the earth. It's not a Chinese hoax. You're killing the earth, bro. This is one of the things, too. Actual CIA knows. They even said, they're like, uh, we're, we can see it on the satellites. You're killing earth. Like, you're like, climate change is real. CIA? CIA is like, there's climate change. Like, sorry, it's true. It's happening. As an intelligence organization, someone was like, oh, go find out anything that could kill us. And then the number one threat is that it's, it's uh, just the climate, dude. It's us. We're killing like, us. Homeland, I don't know if it's Homeland Security. I, I don't know. CIA one comes back. Groups, they're like, okay, can we just go one to... One of these groups has how, said how, one of our biggest threats to security is... Cl- climate change global climate change yeah someone paid a guy Your in the cia oh, no hold on hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. someone paid the guy in the cia and they said find out our biggest threats and then he comes back and he's like it's us and then they're like uh who's second saddam hussein but he's like way down like he's never gonna really hurt us yeah we need to fix this climate change right. thing and some guy in the american government's like just put 10 billion dollars in saddam hussein let's just go to iraq instead it's ridiculous but there's the, but the the so the CIA has evidence of this. You're saying that climate change is real. You can see it on satellites. NASA can prove it. Come on. I can't believe how many people no, think but, climate change. No, is real. but I'm saying these intelligence organizations classify it as a security risk because they they don't just think about things that are right now. Oh, tomorrow the bomb is going to go off or whatever. They yeah. also think like down the line, overall security and and environment is an actual security risk. I mean, first of all, straight up, parts of America are going to be underwater. Yeah. So there's that, and that's going to destabilize shit, and it's going to cost money, and people are going to move. But when people move, they don't just all the goody-good people move. The gangs move, too. The drugs move, too. The guns move, too. Yeah. Everything's missed. You know what I mean? It's going to be It's crazy. chaos. It's chaos. Chaos. On the streets. And But then also, look, other parts of the world are going to start being underwater. So all these people are going to start coming or trying to come and die yeah. trying and destabilize your neighbors and your allies on transit and fuck them up and then you need to spend money to uh, uh, have wars to uh, prolong how long it'll take for them to come to you. You know what I mean? Buy them some time over in Europe or whatever. It's a logistical nightmare. It's a logistical nightmare. And then, um, look, a lot of these, like, part of the Syrian war was a big, part of Syria had a big drought mm-hmm. and it was the poorest part and they started protesting. And the other part, which was the party... Rich, nice. Hey, chill. Have one cigarette. Good. Everything is good here. Well, why you complain? The why you complain? God is the great. The government is our friend, and everything is good. That part was like, who are these poor people protesting? No, stop protesting. You love your, you love your Bashar al-Assad. You know what I mean? Wow. They're protesting. Some of the protesters got killed. Little bit of civil war action, right. splintering, and then boom, fertile ground for the terrorists. A lot of, you know, whatever. But they had that attitude that, uh, brother, when you are kicked out, you have to fight back. I'm saying part of it was just as simple as these are some pissed off farmers who are like, you know, they're, they don't, they need help. It starts as like a farmer's uprising and then it becomes a local militia group and then it becomes a thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, it is these baby steps. It's like a lot of it is like climate. In hot places, they fight more too. And there's that. Resources are scarce. Like we're running out of resources. We're gonna have to band together, spend a little money on this, and just go and fight for it. And 
Dude, we'll try to do it nicely, but if we got to fight and kill some people, then we got to do that, but we're going to die. America has a list. You can fully – I promise you I'll find the link and I'll, I'll send it to you. This is a government page. It's not any kind of – yeah. above top secret.com. Like It's like no, 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 legit no, no. U.S. government. I've okay, seen it for myself. Uh, they don't hide it, okay? There is – it's like na- – there's a thing of like national security disputes, like disputes – America is involved in around the world. Okay, how long is that list? It's long. It's because it's not just the giant. It's not just our. It's not. You'd think it'd just be like they're the police shit. of the world, and that's There's the record. A bunch yeah. of them. Like these are the ones that are current. These are the ones that aren't yeah. filed under completed. These are the active. They're the policemen of the world, the and that's their one, list of cases. It's massive. It's Look, massive. They're in Africa. They're in here. They got ports here. They got military here. And wh- I'm not shitting you, man. Okay. And it me. says priority this of all of them. And it says low priority. Okay. Time-wise and whatever. Like, well, it says kind of like something. Oh, it just says like a time until threat. It's like, like yeah, there's along the lines of like, this is a future long-term. Red level alert. This is, yeah. There's some impact. sort of grading system, whatever. And it's on the lower end of that. But it is, I swear to God, listed on here. Okay. Canada. What there do we, what is do we do? a Canada security... Uh, dispute what it's like a low level one and it's multiple things but it includes some of the thousand islands and some of some of the waterways yeah that connect us and we have borders with there's some parts that canada says like okay well this part of it is ours and america officially says no that's actually ours like right. some of these water lakes and islands and some land that's very important to and future that's breaching future. on their security because it's like we have a border and it's it's even the the insult of it. It's like look man, you if you and and you you can say this about being a man even or being like a grown up per human being, you have to have boundaries as yeah. a human being and as a country you have to have boundaries. And America I mean, said I don't think you do. Hey, I think all of us should be one country. Yeah, but this is how America United, like that's yeah, an alpha yeah, kind yeah, of mentality yeah, yeah, yeah. is this like is I ours. have my boundary. You have If Canada you cross over half- here, it doesn't matter that I don't need this. Yeah. You're fucking with daddy right Canada now. Canada has half the Niagara Falls. We have, and there's no issue on the Niagara Falls, by the way. But we no, have half, some we have shitty half, land in the middle. some part of them. And it's not, but it's not shitty land, dude. It's ah. crucial water. Ah. It's big, big amounts of water. Ah. And fresh water. Oh. And bio life. God. And like God, stuff no. that when there's these droughts in the world and when we're running out of water, ah. it's not the make or break and it's all of Canada's water or something, but it's a lot of it. It's going to be an awkward conversation. And, and right We're going to have to have an awkward little debate. It's the lowest part of it because it's not yeah. escalated to like military level. And it's kind of like a time thing that we have a lot of time. But now or 100 years or whatever, one day they're like, so Canada, like, are we going to fucking fight over this? Or are you just going to like sign here? Yeah. At some point, there's parts of our water that they already are like, that's like, don't fuck around. You can drink <laughs> like right now. I don't know how it works out. Both of them are drinking from it. It's flow. You know, maybe it's flowing into both. They're no, not no. Really, at some point, they're not keeping tabs. But at a certain point, they're like, "So do we have to kill you or what?" Yeah, we'll kill you. Like that's one. there's gonna be a day. Like that is like let's you shut know the what fuck I mean. Up, yeah. And all I'm saying <laughs> is, if that's there and it is, and it's not, it's a, I'm not going to a slippery slope fallacy here. Where if this, then this, and you know they, that that first if could be bullshit. But I'll show you this. You tell me if it's real, ladies and gentlemen, listening to this. You tell me if I'm full. You look up these fucking disputes, uh, American dispute list that I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But no, it sounds right. On it sounds- there, 
All I'm it's saying is that's there. Yeah. And one day they'll have to deal with that. Dude, I bet every country has like 20 of them on every border. Dude, there's so many. Like 20 but, little spots. But when that happens, when that day comes that they're like, okay, so we are just going to go ahead and take that and we're going to cut your access from it. Okay, it won't be like all our water or whatever, but from these areas, we're going to yeah. exclusively take it. That sounds like a great comedy show. How that sounds like a sitcom. How bad you know what I'm could the world be by then? That they're like, okay, we're gonna take it, and then like, six, I'd like to see a sitcom six months later or something. But dude, what wouldn't if, it be like, great to be six months a... later? Hold on, uh, six months later yeah. after that, what if they're just like, okay, you know what? Uh, turns out we're gonna need some more as well. Like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. Like, no, no, but hold on, hold on. You know what would be good? Dude? Stop after that? No, they're gonna. It would be more. good if they made a corner gas like that. Like that would be some real shit. Oh my the corner God. gas God. of like of like, like boring, of a Manitou Lake or whatever. Like a boring like. No, it's like some boring small town, and then these Americans just start driving in. They just walk up, like, "What are you guys? What, what's going it's like, on?" It's the American repatriation. Okay, choppers system. come in, like they're yeah. like fully invading. It's like, what's going on? Yeah. You're on, uh, you're on American uh, land now. So listen, <laughs> look, we can let you stay, and it's just yeah, a you corner, can be an American. Just it's an occupied corner gas. Occupied like, corner gas. Wow, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> That's gonna be the show of the future. It's gonna be, dude. Every country probably has those like spots like that. Where both sides are like, this is ours, and the other side's like, well, we've had a, we we have a claim to it that goes back to the Ottomans, and these guys are like, well, we have a claim to it that goes back to this other thing. You know what I mean? So yeah, get out. Or like our claim. Or our claim is our gun in your face. Get the fuck out. Basically, yeah. Yes. Dave was just saying yes. that it's like China and a bunch of places. Well, China is the, the whole South China Sea. They're taking it. That's part of Philippines, part of Vietnam, part of Singapore, part of Taiwan. Part of Japan. China's part flexing. Of maybe Korea. China and, uh, Solomon China. Guam Islands, whatever the fuck. All that shit. There's uh, some in China and Japan that are like long, long standing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Particularly between those two. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some between North Korea and Japan, I believe. And North Korea, like, no one lives there, but just to be like fucking around this, like, maybe four or five years ago, they just started shelling the. Like, there's no one on it, but it's just. They just started shelling this, like, Japanese island just to be like. It's fucking ours. <laughs> like, it's yeah, ours. Yeah, yeah. Just like an old empty shrine. Some, yeah. Just like, some old Japanese shrine. They're like, ah, we did a little military ex- experiment today. It's kind of like lead? when they made that giant shrine. Have you seen that giant war statue? The war god statue that China just made? You showed it to me or you told me about it, but I have a It's like huge. It. It's, it, it looks like it's like 10 stories tall and it's a giant statue and it's a, a Chinese war god. And they released it. I feel like they released it just to let the world know that China's in the game, baby. Wow. We're in this empire game, baby. Wow. We have the spirit of God is inside us. The the god of war has awakened in China. Is that China. what it is? It's the god of war? Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Or like, it's like sort of similar. It's like literally the god of war? Well, now you're making me think I got to look it up, but I'm pretty sure it was the god of war. I did see. Dave, That's was amazing. it the god of war? That's interesting yeah. that they allowed that. It's like almost like a religious thing in an atheist state. Yeah, I read about they took it down. You can see incredible pictures of it online of it built and then also so symbolically it being dismantled. I'll tell you, I'll tell you about that in a second. But basically, this guy who's just a Chinese billionaire, yeah, who's just like super successful Chinese oh. guy, he loves Mao. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Chairman Mao, former late Chairman Mao, right? And he was a former like dictator essentially of China. He right? was the he led them through the Cultural Revolution. He he's the father of modern China. Father of modern China, but he killed a lot of people. He killed a lot he's of vicious, people. Yeah, I'm not like defending. Tiananmen Square was. I'm under not him. even. That's uh, was that him? He, I believe it was after. Okay. but it was his. You know, he killed a lot of people. Killed yeah. a lot of people. There's this one thing called like uh, the Great Unrest uh, down below to restore uh, order in the heavens, and is when he basically told 
all the students. <laughs> what a great branding of yeah, that. This, uh, this, great. this academic, Balance of heaven. This academic <laughs> like, British guy told me about it, but oh it's God. it's in the heavens, not like uh, our version of heaven. It's like the, st- the stars are up up there or whatever. Yeah. But uh, basically he told all the students of China, you need to go and you need to kill all the older members of like your the Communist Party. Like the new the student vanguard oh my has to just God. like kill the old – and like refresh it or whatever and whatever. Yeah. So, anyways, that's all other thing. I, you know me, I backtrack and I go all over the place. So, but this guy, let's not even talk about Mao being good or bad or whatever. I, right, right, I'm right. Just saying, but you're talking about someone made a this statue. This billionaire in China loves Mao. Right. Okay, loved him. He built. Uh, he didn't ask permission. He's just like I'm a billionaire and I'm trying to. You know, I love my leader. So or right. my former late leader. He's a nerd. He's, he's, he's nerding out. He's nerding out. And he built <laughs> oh my God. this giant. It's not like I'm not saying it's like. That well quality or whatever, but it's gold colored. It's not platinum gold. Yeah, it's giant gold, gold mouse. This golden mouse sitting down, like uh, sitting down on like a bale of hay or something. Yeah, and it's so big that you can see it from space. Yeah, and I heard about that. What's gold to surprise shines? There's amazing pictures of it. <laughs> oh my god! Right, but then like it went up, it was unveiled, and then within a month it was down. Yeah, the Chinese government is like, this is unsanctioned. It's uh. You you didn't ask permission. You're not allowed to. Yeah. So they had to take it down. So like not even necessarily the context, like the reason China said to take it down. I'm not saying this is like I don't know if this is the reason China said it, like made him take the statue down. Uh, but but the reason the world was so outraged and the reason this statue was like so horrible of a thing is because that area is an agricultural sector of China. Oh my god. That during the Cultural Revolution. Oh Chairman Mao I know where it's literally going. was like, literally was like, um, <laughs> please. He was literally like, um, this whole area has been bad. Yeah, and this whole area needs to starve, and I'm gonna starve. He starved purpose. millions of he people. He starved this entire area, and now this dude puts up a statue of okay. him up in that area where so- millions have died. So can I say something? Can I just say something? When you first started this, I was like, you know, God bless this millionaire, uh, this millionaire fanboy. He's a big fanboy. He loves he's his mouth. He's got he his, loves his mouth action figure, and he just wanted he, giant yeah, action yeah, figure. Saying, he, he just wants to. He's, I couldn't afford it. He didn't. He didn't get it when I was a kid. I was working too hard. <laughs> now I'm a billionaire. I got my little. He didn't get the mouth action figure when he was a baby. He's almost space. like a Citizen Kane story when he was from a baby. Space, you can see when my mouth. When so he was big. a baby, someone had a had a Mao doll, and he was like, "Mommy, can I have it?" And they're like, like "No," <laughs> and he'll never forget. So now he builds a gold one, but did he have to build it in the middle of where he starved everyone though? Yeah. That is too much, man. It's like one of your excuse me moments. You know what he's doing? He's basically going to an area and he's like, I heard people here uh, really don't like Mao, huh? Well, I'm making my action figure right yeah. here. Or it's like, oh, you, Remind you all them. starved? Here's a giant bowl of food. Mm. Wow. Like, whatever. So that's why it was like such a big deal. And then so they had to dismantle it. And the dismantling pictures are also super iconic. And because – when they dismantled it, it's a giant statue of Mao sitting down. So they had to take it down top to bottom, which means they had to take his head off, which oh, means no. they had to put like a cover over his head. So you just see this giant <laughs> black. You just see all of a sudden, all of a sudden see this giant seeable from space fucking headless Mao with, uh, with you know, a black curtained thing on his lap and being taken down. Because they can't disrespect him. They can't disrespect. They can't have a <laughs> headless Mao all of a sudden. They do, technically, but now it's just a headless... This uh, guy really put him in a quagmire. Now it's just a... They put the... Yeah. Now it's just a headless... Or for temporarily until they dismantle the rest, It's it starts off as like a headless anonymous 
military jacket man and just a black thing going away like not that's not mouse head that's just a oh thing. my god yeah what a what a conundrum, eh? That millionaire went from so like just, just a just cute little fanboy I'm to like that they don't a big, have kind more of a jerk. Of the big mouth, and that they actually let what you were talking about the uh, sort of cultural uh, the 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 what? giant war statue. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I guess that's not really religion. It just ties into this national spirit. Of, it's a like, national spirit. It's like this old world Chinese religion. Because they're and, they're Catholic. They're like if anything, they would be Catholic or Christian at this point. Mostly. A lot of them, yeah. And then there's yeah. the Uyghurs. Lots of. Uh, Muslims, but this god of war is almost like an old, like folklore kind of god. Mm-hmm. It's folklore. It's folklore. It's like Chinese New Year. That's yeah. not really their religion, I guess. It's more like their culture. It's thing. like you know how in Toronto we put those mooses all over the place. Put yeah. a moose up, right? That's our little Ganesh. That's a little yeah. Toronto, yeah, Ganesh. Toronto Ganesh. So everyone has make, they make a little cultural mascot. So they yeah. put up this god of war. Now I think the, just to the say, raccoon uh, is the is the Toronto mascot now. Who is the raccoon? The raccoon, eh? Yeah. Those after Tenacious the garbage little strike, guy. they never got. Le- they just got so fat, and they. Dude, never the fact that they got on Planet Earth season two, that's a banger. That's I a know, that was the Toronto. Yo, episode. that's a good credit, raccoons. Raccoon, raccoon. Yo, raccoons, banger was, credit. I, someone, someone said that because I mean, uh, Resident Evil movies were filmed in Toronto. Yeah, I've, I've seen those. But even in the video game, the city that you're in in the video game is just like a big city. It's like not New York or whatever. But yeah, big generic city. But it's a big generic city, but it's called Raccoon City. <laughs> So, like, has that been Toronto all along in Resident Evil? I don't know. Is this what they've done to us? I mean, it's Is filmed, this what we are in the world in community? It's Toronto, and it's the iconic Toronto building. This is what we are in the world community. We're a bunch of raccoon cities. It's a raccoon city now. This is a proud culture. I mean, Toronto, it is like the Ganesh. Remember when that raccoon died? Yeah. <laughs> There's that raccoon that died, and then... We made a fucking sh- Ganesh shrine to it. Like, we, we yeah. lit it. candles, and there's a vigil. There's, like, a pile of... Uh, this can- raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> oh it became, like, the biggest thing ever. I know that's, like, meme culture, but well, people still went and bought flowers and lit candles for this thing. But, dude, we have this humanity in us. Remember you were talking about the Gunga dolls? What were the dolls? Oh, gollywogs. <laughs> gollywogs! We were just talking earlier about how, like, in the British Empire, when they had when they were running Egypt, uh, the Su- uh, Egypt yeah. and the Sudan, no? Yeah, yeah. And they were running the Sudan. They had these little dolls of the locals that they that the kids would play the with. Lo- no, the locals had these dolls is the story. Yeah. And then the British uh, officers and soldiers bought them off them to take them home to their kids. To their kids. And they're these little, like, black dolls. But then that became a whole industry and it became copied in England. The Gollywogs. And then there's, and then the, there's the British version of it that, like, was derived from that, which is the one that we have, like, or had in mainstream. And then, and so, because I was going down. What do you mean the one that we have mainstream? What do you mean? No, we, but like that—that that became the mainstream toy. doll, like yeah. the toy that everyone knew and had. Okay, yeah. The 1920s was a derivative from the original one. So, like they, Barbie dolls, they just had a commercial like, "Get your own gollywog." Golly, yeah. Oh, my, my little slave. Radio, but my little slave works probably, like a good boy. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if he was a slave or my not. My gollywog, but it's gollywog, and wog is the sort of became uh, the the derogatory term for like a local or whatever yeah. because uh w o g s was written on the the british auxiliary forces uh like the local forces, the local forces put on a uniform not even soldiers like builders and shit labor and you know what i mean build this do this they all had these uniforms because it it was basically like what are these people doing around here with they have spear they have Tools they could be hunting. Well, just in case there's a Trayvon Martin situation, yeah. they, they instead of having a Trayvon Martin you're situation, marked. You're marked. they basically mar- they they basically and uniformed you up. Spelled for like its acronym was like Workers on of Government Services or works. yeah Wogs. I think it was Works on like it's basically like this person works on a government service or something like that. Worker Wogs. of Government Service. G- Gully was like 
uh, some sort of derivative from the word like guli, but I don't remember yeah. what that means. It's it, well, it's not my language, so. They probably had recruitment videos that were like, well, as, a, like as, a wog, as a wog, you are a celebrated part of the British culture. Yes. Look at children playing Do with toys of yours. Yeah. Do your part for the British Empire. As of a course. wog, worker I mean, of government if you, service. If you guys go back to our uh, Empire Day uh, video, you'll yeah. see that, uh, I mean, you dear listener and viewer, our Empire Day video, those kids who are like, <laughs> the Empire Day, like blackface kids, those British kids, yeah. they were dressed up like gollywogs. It's yeah. black with exaggerated... Mouth and eyes and face, and then yeah. also oh. the curly hair. And or then, with the Indian uh, guy, remember when big giant uh, bow tie and a yeah. fucking uh, tuxedo. But shirt. also there was that little cutie boy who or did tuxedo. a brown face, and he put on like a uh, turban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the little yeah, cutie yeah, boy. Yeah. Oh my god, that was there was cute probably though. some sort of Indian doll too. But the gollywog, dude. If that. you have like a little white boy and you just dress him up as like a, he's a maharaja, I that's went, cute. I went down a YouTube, Isn't it? <laughs> a YouTube wormhole. That's how I know about it because it was like it was like save the gollywogs, and it was like these old like oh my god senior citizens from England being like it's not racist. You see, it comes from. They're cute and we love our gollywogs. It's a proud tradition. Save the wogs? It was called Save the Gollywogs. Save the Gollywogs. So, what were they saving them from? Like, what was happening? Oh, they were their economy. It's it's outdated. It's racist. It's no No, no, one wants to. I'm saying, what was hurting them at the time? Like, the economy was dying down and they didn't have jobs or something? Like, I wonder if it was a poster saying, save the gollywogs, buy import items so that we can support the gollywog. No, it's someone making this now. Oh, right. Who's like a sort of empire nostalgist. Okay. And is like, they're harmless. They're cute. It's the gollywogs. It was part of our tradition. Whereas people are like, like the toy. Yeah. They're, these people are like, I used to have them. Like it's like an old person. It's like my mother, my grandmother gave yeah. me her gollywog collection. Oh, save the gollywogs that you're talking about. Like the toys. It's the toys, like yeah. we should be able to have gollywogs again. Yeah, they're harmless. They're so cute. We should. It should honor them as part of our tradition. They're not right, racist. Right. Where it's like, buddy, this is your fucking blackface minstrel beanie babies. Like no one wants to get out of here with that shit. No one wants that. We're not. We're not gonna let you start making them. I know. This guy wishes he could buy a gollywog at a store. Like, they're cute. I wish I could. It's a tradition in my house to give my son a gollywog. Well, it's kind of like Black Pete. And is it, who does Black Pete? Who does Black that Pete is Netherlands. Netherlands, I right? I believe Black like, there's Pete people, is racist. The people in the Netherlands are it's like, save, let us keep this tradition. Yeah, it's a beautiful exactly. tradition. It's they're perfect. Like, oh, we get to do so it. you're saying save like, the gollywog is a campaign where someone's like, save yes, the gollywog. Exactly. It's a beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. But not a campaign back then or it's something. It's like right now. Like right now, being like, they're great. I wish I could parade mine around. Well, I love, I love the, a gullywog, and I don't care what you think, and I'm not a racist. I love them. Yes, I love mine. Uh, the one in India, they had portraits with the servant, and it was it was like a dog. <laughs> That's what's people even described it like that. It was like having a like, pet in the mean, house. What do you mean? Like, okay, so if you're a rich white family in India, like the equivalent of having a dog is you have like a little Indian girl servant. Like and, you have all your cooks and your this and your that, but then yeah. one of them is just kind of like, "Come here, Jupiter. Jupiter, like, how are you?" Yeah, yeah, and and like she's and, not actually gonna scrub the floors or do like hard work. No, Jupiter plays with the kids. She's just like she's our little like a, a servant. Jupiter, look at her dance. She can do a flip and yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you you know you have guests over and you're like oh to your dog like Fido shake paw shake paw. This is like fetch. <laughs> look, we it's have like, a Jupiter. we have a local slave. Jupiter, come in here. Say good afternoon. 
Good afternoon. Oh, and they all clap for her. Jupiter. <laughs> Jupiter. I love my Jupiter. It's like Jupiter and me. It's like a doll. It's like a doll commercial. In the in the it's like Jupiter and me. Get your very own Jupiter <laughs> or a Mamala or a Bubuda. But you know what? That that get your very Chime own Jupiter is basically like a like a like a basically a, a British slave owner, I guess back then. I'm thinking like, of like get your very own Jupiter. I remember. Look, she can play with the kids. She remembers this. <laughs> She'll run barefoot. <laughs> Through the mud, she loves you so much. She loves you. She'll love you so much. Buy a Jupiter for your home. Get your very own Jupiter. There's like some guy like kidnapping kids, and he's like, oh my God. "Get your very own Jupiter. They're so sweet and lovable. They've been trained to love you, no matter what. Get your very own Jupiter. More loyal than a dog. Obedient. Oh my God. Broken by the finest of overseers. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's uh, uh yeah yeah bad stuff bad That's stuff. Rough. But they That's did rough. it. Save the I mean, gollywogs. Yeah, we had a lovely relationship with our gollywogs. Yeah, Black Pete is racist because um, I think he's just Santa's slave. <laughs> no, no, no. Santa owns him, dude. Please tell me that there's he's a little bit. Slave. There's something a little deeper than just a black. Uh, it's dude, just he's a slave. like a Congolese slave. Oh, my Santa. God. <laughs> I really I'm thought sure, these I'm Netherlands sure, people. I'm, I really thought these funny, Europeans. These, they were conquerors. They were fucking I really everyone. thought. I expected better no, out of the Europeans. I think they forced Christianized him, and he's being a good little bintu about it. But <laughs> oh, my God. He's his slave. Zwart Pete. Black Pete. Black Pete is I, just... When I heard about Black Pete and, you know, minstrel stuff and whatever, I did a little checking into my own culture because it doesn't matter if you're Jewish, Tell me, Christian, uh, Armenian, uh, uh, which is another kind of Christian, uh, Muslim, Shia, atheist, communist. If you are Iranian, uh, it's from Iran, it's from Persia, but also done in parts of Afghanistan, Turkey, uh, Armenia, Kurdistan. Uh, Black Pete? No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, what am I about to say? Uh, Georgia, like even the Christian Georgian country, all do this thing called Noruz, which is like a Persian New Year, but it's beyond Persians. It's like all that old, um, that old, yeah, uh, whatever religion. Noruz? Okay, yeah, it's it's technically Zoroastrian, but even if you're not any of that stuff, you all do it. What is this right? racist ass tradition? No, Tell no, me. no. It's oh, it's it's, not. Okay. it's so so it's that's just Noruz, right? Noruz, okay. Um, Happy Noruz. Uh, yeah, exactly. New Year's, but new. It's like a few days among like there's like a week of it. And then there's even a thing like another month after is like the final part of it. Get a job, you lazy. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, I'm the one who wants the, all the stat holidays. This is the Protestant world is looking wanna... at these guys. These people are lazy. <laughs> Look, we need workers here, people. No, actually, one of the days it's actually encouraged. If you, can, if you end up having to work, it's like you're blessed. It's oh, like oh, God is great. It's oh, like if you get to work, I work because- for me. God is great. <laughs> That's a culture that has so much vacation time that they're like, oh, I wish an emergency would come up so that something would happen. Oh, what? Something happened? Then God is great. <laughs> God, give me break in my break. Because God, give me vacation from vacation time. God is great. God. Because <laughs> work is like going towards being prosperous, and they believe that whatever <laughs> you're one of the days, they believe whatever you're doing that day, you're gonna be. Getting to do like a lot of that year. You're gonna get hooked up. It's like I have to work all year. You people, but but no, technically it's like you're gonna have a prosperous year. You're gonna be busy. You're gonna have work to do. You're gonna be busy. Oh, they call me in from vacation time. I have to work. It's actually very similar to the Protestant work. Even on vacation time, I have to call into work. So God give me too much business. Work is good. Work is godly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But anyways, so one of those days. And I, I, I'm sorry, just because I know you're very excitable like I am. Yeah. I am going to preface this. And if I'm wrong, we'll look into it. I'll admit it. I'll admit it on behalf of my whole people. But I did look into this. And as, 
And as far as I can honestly truly tell, even with my bias, I don't think it's racist. And I think you'll agree with me. Tell okay? me. Okay. But so one of the days, there is a character, okay, named Haji Firuz. Oh, dear. Okay. Uh, hey. No, that's um, no. I'm, I'm keeping an open These mind. These are my people, brother. Keeping an open mind. These are here. my people for thousands of okay, years. Hey, look. We uh, have look, only love in our hearts. We are very prosperous people. Even our terrorists believe in women's rights. We are very exactly. forward-thinking people. We protect the Jews. We protect. We, we are so far. We are Muslim. We protect you. Know Jews. You cannot trick very the Jews. Very so modern people. So <laughs> <laughs> we are very modern so, people, brother. Okay. Haji Firuz. Haji Firuz. Yeah. Okay. So let me let me. I'm just gonna tell the best way possible. Haji Firuz is not human, first of all. So ah. forget about all concepts of race. He is not human. Okay. He is a spirit. Ah. Okay. He is a spirit ah. who comes out on one of the days of Noruz. Wow. Okay. To give all the kids presents wow. and to actually give coal to, which is really weird. Very Christmas. Oh, God, he's great. Very Christmassy. Yeah. Uh, because he, he lives in the fire. Wow. He's the fire spirit. We worship the, we use, Zoroastrians fully worship the fire. Jainism just, too, I think. Just like, and Judaism too. Like at our first episode of White Man's Burn, I told you, and the, yeah. po- and the episode is called Flickering Fire, which is the Hebrew alphabet. The fire in all the shapes that a fire flickers. Wow. Right? Those are the Hebrew letters. Okay? That's poetic. So we're all fire people. And Haji Firuz, I don't know if he's exactly the spirit of the fire or what, but he lives in the fire. Okay? He lives in the fire oh. and he comes out. This guy's years, a bad boy. And he wears a sat, like he wears a red hood kind of thing. All red suit. Ooh, rock okay. and roll. This guy's um, a rock and roll bad boy. But every year someone dresses like Haji Firuz ah. and does all this and ah, gives the presents or whatever. Yeah. And he is, and Haji Firuz is the fire spirit. Not a human. He's the fire spirit. Well. But because he lives in the fire, well. he is covered in soot. My, can I tell you something? He's covered in soot. Yeah. So he, He's black. his incarnation wow. is black. Wow. And so the person playing Haji Firuz every year has to is is in black is black is black like, face or black bla- like black he's face. covered in black you paint. You bash him, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, so but it's not a diss to the yeah. So they, it's not like it's not like hey, uh, we have it's saying. not. I'm sorry, it's not a jolly Negro that we're dancing around named Haji Firuz. It's a fire spirit, yeah, who comes. You know, and even if no, anything, this is a great episode of if, this is racist, not racist. If anything, this is a great it's so this is an not episode. racist that it's even five thousand years ago. We had the concept of a of our, of a that like the, our God spirit, our spi- our otherworldly spirit that is pure from the fire, is, which we worship, can come out and doesn't need to manifest itself as our skin or white skin. It shadism commentary. It, it, shadism it commentary. It manifests itself as black, and not only do we have no issue, this is the person who we trust with our kids. You know what I mean? Visually, we've trusted yeah. black person looking not not, well, yeah, not on, a person but Can I tell someone you who looks like a black person. Can I tell you something? It sounds like your people are praying to the devil, brother. This is why the Americans don't like it. Fuck you, evangelical. This guy comes out of the fire and you're praying to him. I don't know about these people. The fire is the most. Sounds like fire. y'all are praying to the devil. The fire gave humanity the protection. I know. It's silly. It's silly. Keeping the fire is in our hearts. Brother. It's silly. I know, yeah, no, but I, I can just see some evangelical. Okay, then I like, guess Jews are devil worshippers too. We're in the same boat. They pray to someone that comes out of the fire. I don't know about that. How'd you, we don't pray to him. How'd you feel it was, no. We don't pray to him. But you honor He's him. He's the incarnation of the fire, and the fire is a renewal. And 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 this celebration is on the first of spring. Great. You know what I mean? 
It's, you can do a little bonfire it's outside. Alive. Actually, yeah, part my favorite. So it's a few different things. My favorite part of it is Char Shambisuri, which I forget because I'm not as good with the days of the week. But it's I guess it's last Thursday of the year. Okay. It's, it's Char Shambisuri, and you light a bonfire, and you jump over it. Wow. And anyone can do this. You don't have to be a part of us. It doesn't make you a, a pagan heathen. You know what I mean? You're worshiping something. For, you're not worshiping. You're taking part in a joyous spring celebration of like 5,000 uh-huh. years. Uh-huh. But you jump over a fire uh, the last Thursday of the year. And as you're doing it, you can think it or say it. You can do whatever. Have it in your heart. But yeah. you basically the idea is you're somehow communicating with the fire that all my from all this winter because the first of spring now spring's coming no this so sounds very from Hindu. all the win, from all the winter from all the cold whatever all my cold and sickness and pain and sorrow and yeah. lack of vitamins and all that goes into you my friend and all your radiance and drive and energy wow. and passion Please let like let me have and it's it's so you're doing Hindus this. Hindus have the same thing. You're putting the bad into the fire. Yeah. The fire is renewing and giving you the Dude. good as you jump over. Hindus have the same thing. Maybe that's in, a contract in, with so, God because so Hindus heathen. have the same thing though. A contract they have, with the devil because I'm a they, heathen. I know you're like making a contract. They're making some kind of a devil contract. Yeah, uh, de- contract fire? with the devil. So, but in India they have the same thing too. Hindus and have a, a thing. Hindu, man comes out. Hindu, I can't trust and, that. and he's black. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Oh, Lord, come help me. I say, Lord, help me. They were praying to the devil. Pagan, devil, even Negro lover, but racist? No, I don't think. And then he has to like pass out, and when he looks up again, the guy playing the devil is just, it looks like he's There's banging no some girl. Like, no, no, the guy who's playing the, the, the character, hey, mm. what's his name? Haji Firuz. Haji Firuz, the guy who's playing Haji Firuz. And Haji's it just looks like he's banging someone, but it's just from this guy's angle, it looks like that. And then he like gets even more freaked out, like, there's something ain't right over there. They're praying to the devil. The character is literally Haji Firuz. not a person. He's yeah, uh, it's a spirit. He comes in a sort of identifiable way that we can see him as a black man, but he's a fire sprite. I this guess is you, a, the Gaelics would say. This has been a great episode of One's Racist. Which one's racist? But this has been a great episode of Which One's Racist? Black Heat or Haji Firuz? Celebrating Haji Firuz not racist. Yeah, but if you celebrate uh, it, you basically have to. Someone has to do it. I've seen the loc- the new versions. I think even in Iran, where like there's someone sat down and was like, "We don't need any more complication." Very progressive. We are four, very progressive. Four years ago, Ahmadinejad says uh, the regime of Israel is just like the regime of. Uh, this is not four years ago. This is like ten years ago now. But I'm in the example. It's like he said the regime of Israel just like the regime of South Africa. South Africa was apartheid. Uh, everyone was divided. It was bad. It was occupation, minority ruling majority. But look, the pages of time have changed this, and now it is a different way. It's wiping into something else. Uh, so too, we believe that the Zionists, okay, the pages of time will wipe and something else. And they go, they see said they're going to wipe Israel off the map. No, that's what he really we said. We got a sanction. Yeah, that's what he really said. hardline dude, too, so whatever. But I'm not even defending him, but that's the translation. That's the real thing. He's the like, translation is, wait, Israel has taken over Palestine, and we got to just let like, it go? Look, uh, minority rule, minority rule. Apartheid state, apartheid state. The pages of time have a way of, you know, the things get brushed and fixed. and uh, They're like, he said they're going to fix us. They're going to wipe us right off. He's like, wow, he has a like, very, that's a very moderate uh, thing to say. It's a very, yeah. like, just... Uh, but anyways, fuck them too, but... Uh, fuck, why did I even mention that? Oh, my God. What, what was I... What were we talking about? Haji Firuz? Haji Firuz, yeah. 
I was going to say something, but I don't know. I had something. Come on, come on. How did I get there? Help me out here. You don't remember, you get there? I don't know. How'd you feel? I don't know. It, oh, I think someone in Iran was smart enough to be like, look, after Ahmadinejad with the wiping of the Jews, uh, I think uh, we cannot have bad PR right now. Uh, maybe Haji Firuz needs to uh, comment. Like, I've, I've seen modern versions of Haji Firuz where they don't always go for black now. Maybe he's a brown guy. Yeah. Maybe he's whatever. Well, they just get the darkest person in the town, maybe. They yeah, just get, like, the brown guy. about him because he's not, he's not even human. Yeah. And even if he comes, if anything, it's like God trusts us enough to say, I'm going to talk to you in a form of a black person, and you're still going to trust me and trust me with your kids and... Because God is great. Because you're, you're not gonna flinch because he's a black man among our men. Yeah. No, he's not but you know all the stuff you're saying that when you hop over the fire, you give away your negative. Yeah. They have, in, in India, in Hindus have the same thing where they'll where once a year they light like every little community, right? So like yeah. let's just say this area, yeah. we'll do a fire. We're doing our fire at this place. Festival lights, Diwali. No, it's not. It's not Diwali. It's it's it's, 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 it's like fire. this where you do like a ten. It's like a ten foot fire, Ooh. and then you just walk around it like a psych. Like you just walk around it, wow. and you have to take the heat. And in this heat. Then all disease, it can fix it to even cancer. <laughs> exactly. Of course, they they always take it to that level. He's like, okay, this heat, okay, one grandmother, okay, she had cancer. She walked around 8,000 times, cancer dead. <laughs> That's how powerful the heat is. Very powerful. That's what they do. <laughs> oh they turn. They always like. They, they just have, have you ever this, seen this Indian Hindu thing? pride. Where <laughs> have you ever seen? I think it's a Hindu one. It could be Sikh. I don't know. But there's this one where they literally hang. They did this, My buddy did this in Canada even. But and it was like the safe sort of bungee jumpy like more safe version. Still hurt like a bitch. Yeah. But the Indian one in India is like even crazier. But they even do it in Canada and they like it still hurts. Like it's not like. That's what soft. is it? What is it? They hook something in your back, like Ew, these no. two lines in your back. Who does that? Some uh, people from Mother India. I don't know which ones. I've but never heard of this. It's like it's like once a year or something. You don't have to do it, but the real like pissing contents, like oh, I am most dedicated to God. Uh, the ones who are like, I have to prove myself. Well, the military type of guys too, like the hard asses. Well, yeah, yeah, the hard asses who are like, I whoa, you are not like, as put much a hook as in me. my back. I'll survive it. I can take. They it. They put these like hooks in their back and kind of suspend them, and it's like it's kind of. I mean, Dave knows what you're talking about. Dave, which part of India does this? There's a Christian. Mo- there's a Christian. There's a Christian group that uh, does the self-flagellation. Yeah, shit. yeah. It's kind of like that. There's a Persian one too. There's a day where it's like, because Ali died and the weapon that they killed him with, we go yeah. like Ali, and we like. <laughs> yeah, oh, you whip it's a Shia one. We're like, oh, <laughs> you whip your own back. Yo, yeah, yeah, that yeah, thing yeah. hurts. Yeah, my mom said I did it in the bathtub once as a kid, and when I was when I was visiting yeah. Iran, they gave me like a miniature version, and I was like Ali <laughs> for Ali, like Danny boy, like Canadian, like presenting. Anyway, so there's a lot of cultures who do this kind of shit: devotion, pain to show me I love God. But they basically hook these things in your back and kind of like beep beep, like suspend you up. <laughs> oh my God! Like the Canadian. There's version. no beep. There's no beep. <laughs> the Canadian <laughs> version is safe. No it's like a beep. <laughs> the Canadian version is. It's like a crane. It's like a oh like God. a little thing. But the oh Indian God. one, I don't know. But they they basically Why are they, doing they suspend this? you a little bit, and then like maybe here, if you're really hardcore, they might give it a little like up and down little or whatever. Ah! But, but the Indian one, like in India, is like. Woo! They're just like whipping you around, like up and down, like crazy. It's like, and the guys like bull, they bull, like the Canadian one is like a little hook or something or whatever. That one's just like, like ripping on. They're like 
I love God. <laughs> Woo! Just going around. Oh my like, God! Hardcore. They're like passing out. This on guy's it. doing a God is great. God is great. <laughs> they're like bleeding to death on it. Like it's crazy. Well, listen, they they can't get pussy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, these like, boys are gonna do some God shit. Would give me a wife. If have I you ever seen? This. Have you ever seen uh, like uh, the the So You Think You Got Talent in India? Oh my but God! But they had this Punjabi crew that was like, we just hurt ourselves, and it's just them. Oh no! It's like the, them doing jackass, but they're like a religious jackass. So they were doing stuff that's gross. Like they were I just biting into tube lights. Put nails you know, like in their tube head lights and shit, like freak shows. Yeah, like that kind of shit. Yeah. You know, tube lights. Tube lights. Yeah, they would just bite into them. Uh, They're like, ah, yeah, that's ah, like ah, it's like ah, a carnival ah, glass eater. Yeah. But is it real or is it a prop? No, is it's, it, like, real. Sugar, it's real. Sugar. It's Dude, real. they're hard, man. They're warriors. They're warriors. They don't give a fuck. What? <laughs> to what end? I don't know. They're not know. fighting a war. The They're three... not defending their homes. They're just like, I eat it. I eat it. The three judges on the Indian Idol were like, what is you? What are you doing? I eat it and my family eats for three months. They had Beautiful. one guy put his head down and then another guy drove a motorcycle over like a plank over his head. Just weird shit like that. Like they just did stuff where they hurt each other. Yeah. Four dudes, four bros on stage just beating the crap out of each other in creative <laughs> way, like jackass, right? Oh my God. And they were like just every time they got hurt, they were like, ah, God, he's great. <laughs> We're losing it. We're losing it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We need to have a culture. We need a love movement, brothers. Listen. We need a movement where we need to be able to holler at each other, fall in love. I honestly don't you know care what I'm if saying? you're on the left or You don't on let the people right. have sex. This is what happens. Right wing, left wing, you're both fucking lost, and you need to hear from some straight shooters. You need to hire us. You need to White men burning uh, cultural consulting here. Uh, it's a cultural <laughs> consulting firm. We're gonna put some applications in. We're gonna put some yeah. applications in with the culture and say, "Excuse me, I don't see what. Uh, Listen, uh, what are we doing here? You Come gotta on. hear out the United this Earth military policy. industrial complex. What is it? We got some. We got the fucking. I got the prison system. Don't like it. Don't. We're filing an application. We're Thank you. We're fixing this. We're fixing it. I don't care. White man burning part of it. <laughs> Tears are part of it. It's gonna be some serious shit. But I mean, it's a, it sounds like a great YouTube series. At listen, least. honestly, like the White Man's Burden Consulting series. You're <laughs> spending so much money on these bloated yes men. Keep doing it. You love it. But can we do this? Shave when we... a little bit off. Just see what happens. Yeah, you're gonna see some results. Okay. No, I mean, you're I, not all wrong. the jokes aside, Amish, are we not gonna have something they can fucking use, man? Dude, I think like, we're actually honestly, right. That's the crazy thing. That's the I know. I mean, the whole thing I'm of like, look, psychopath. you don't need to drop bombs. I'm a put in the put in some schools, man. I know I'm a psychopath, but step come on, number man. one, that one sounds like that sounds like sound economic My investment. Fucking, uh, uh, you needed to catch Buffalo Bill. You had to get fucking Hannibal Lecter out to get into the mind of a psychopath. <laughs> Wait a minute, you what did we mean? do? I'm not. Huh? <laughs> Where are you comparing us to the uh, Hannibal? <laughs> like, I'm not in the sense that we're not like fucking. Uh, out doing cra- like but we're out of here people. in the street we're in like the street him. baby okay i'm not saying we're hurting people like him but look you need some insights into mindsets that you don't understand yeah we got that we, we understand got that some things better than fucking you trust me we do our job is to understand the Wallahi culture we do god is great by hashem and adonai in the sky god is great like dude seriously great. yeah a lot of you on both sides are lost and we're gonna kill each other stop the madness Get us in a room. Yeah. You know what I mean? What? You're buying us dinner for a fucking month. We might fucking save the world here. Get on this. Dude, I, I think this is at least a great like, YouTube Well, series. at least get you thinking and you can fucking, uh, okay, may, and then maybe I'll get an expert to look into that crazy shit that he said. White man's burning consulting. If there's consulting, something there, you'll no, know. Officially a consulting firm. You'll have heard it. We, uh, white man's burning consulting. Yeah, no, it's, it makes sense. 
Come on. It's a good it's it's definitely a great YouTube channel. the mind. Where you go where we just have cuz we're talking about Flax next week shooting bits with us yeah. and like just shooting the whole thing the whole video. Yeah, but if we had one to, segment where we just we're go switching completely, we're adding video. We're adding videos. Yeah. So 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 video if we podcast. had if we had one segment where you just do a rant on like one of your rants that you've done but that you can do well and just get you on camera doing it is the rant where you go if you broke it you bought it. Okay? You bought you paid for Germany, you paid for Japan, you went into Iraq, stay there and fucking fix it. Like if yeah. you did that rant, that we could put white man's burden consulting. <laughs> this is a exactly. We're a, and that could be like a. How good many more bit. years are you gonna fight over Sky Picol? Like what the fuck already? You heard it right here first, people. How many more years are we gonna have a fascist symbol floating in our faces everywhere? Literally everywhere. I mean, you're not wrong, Brazil. You're not wrong. What, I don't know what to, to tell you. There, I don't know. So we just gotta keep it forever. Take the fucking uh, original swastika down, idiot. Like. Take what do you the, mean? the original swastika, like, like the, the, the fucking fascist original symbol. fascist symbol. Take it down. I think a lot of people don't know that that's a fascist symbol. And then a lot of people with a national anthem, you're just born into a system where they're they told you to sing this national anthem. Like remember we we're talking about how the French national anthem is like their their children's okay. blood will yeah. feed our yeah. land. Like that's their national anthem. I'm French, obviously. Yeah. And they're teaching that to kids. So you're a kid. You grow up. You get to twenty. You're like, oh, should we change that? I mean, we just kind of grew up doing it. So I don't know. We'll just keep doing it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's sometimes you gotta remember most times. It but that's why you need a consultant. Be an issue because okay, it's problematic, whatever. But the kids sing it and it's fine, and we live in peacetime in yeah. in, in France, and things are good. And and there's a right wing side that says they have to remember that like we fought for this, and they gotta. It's <laughs> all good, whatever. and they gotta keep fighting for it and keep this going. Yeah. We didn't fight for nothing. That doesn't mean there never won't be a war again. What if later you're in war? Maybe maybe having that in the national anthem somehow on a. Totally on a on a subconscious scale. Before you even finish that, yeah, no, um, no, these Americans are warriors. To, led to so much of France easily going with the Vichy regime because naturally, in the undercurrents and in the, in the symbolism culture. of that 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 fascist symbol is everywhere in France right. too. Somehow, naturally, when these did people did come along who were like, we believe in this supremacist form of this and that. Well, I've been singing about how I need to kill these savages my whole life. Maybe they're, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh, Marshal Patin, the yeah. Vichy puppet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe if your national anthem was "All people are the same, and we need to never forget that." When this fascist comes along, you're like, "Nah, I don't think so," or less likely to say, oh, "I don't think so." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How many? If the fascist symbol is literally right behind Congress. Every Ooh, time you see Congress, whether it was Obama or it's Trump or George Washington, every time you see Congress, there's two big official. This is the symbol of fascism right there. This is good consulting. It's right there all the time. This isn't conspiracy theory. Oh, it's right there. That is the symbol of fascism. Do the most basic Google search. That's what that symbol is right at Congress. And every time you have that, okay, and then... If one day, God forbid, and it was it's about to maybe win an Oscar, a night at the square, right. Madison Square Garden, nineteen thirty-five or nine or something, uh, sold out with George Lincoln, Rockwell, and the American Nazi Party, sold out New York City, Chicago, big time, sold out. What year was this? In like nineteen thirty something, like right before America joined the war, and, and that someone has a documentary about that, and it, it won an Oscar. It's uh, nominated for an Oscar. It's nominated it's, for an Oscar. Oscars yeah. are coming up. So, so when those kind of people came along then, 
or if they come along in the future, maybe some of why, just a time, even if it's a ripple in the pond, but that ripple keeps going and getting bigger over time, maybe a little bit of why that's so easy to take root in America or could conceivably take root in America later is because the symbolism is right there. You don't have to beep, beep, yeah. beep, put up the fascist symbol. No, the fascist symbol's already there. Yeah. It's already there. It feels natural. It's a little in the it's, DNA, it's, isn't it? It's, it's a little bit in the DNA. It's a little bit it's, like... Listen, it's not that much of a harm, okay? We, we joke about it, but our passports have the fucking crest or whatever. Uh, the court, we have the crest. We don't think about it. Oh, Scotland and England, okay. The Scottish unicorn has a crown around its neck uh, and is chained. Uh you know, Scotland is owned by England. Okay, every day we're not thinking about it. But what if one day, you know, Scotland's trying right now. to re- They had a referendum. Yeah. It barely passed. And they're going to have another referendum now because they were like, okay, we'll vote 50% maybe. It just went so down the line. Voted, okay, we're going to stay with Mother Britannia. Stay in stay the United me. Kingdom. Right? But then what is England? We're not going to take this crown off yet. But then, but then what does England do so immediately soon after? England is going to leave the UK. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, 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 no, no. Uh, leave the EU. Yeah. So now, so then now Scotland. Scotland's like, so what? You're just going to take our EU citizenships away, you fucking cunt? Like, we don't even get to be EU now? They're like, we wouldn't have, done, yeah, we so would have voted for you if you're going to take our yeah, free pass to Europe this. away. I heard about this, yeah. Scotland doesn't have that many jobs. They get to work anywhere in Europe, though. Yeah. You, took, you just fucked them all over for that. So they're going to have a second referendum. So when the referendum gets more important or whatever. Okay, forget about Scotland. I, I'm, I mean, it's good that I brought that up. Wait, what was the thing you were know. talking about right before this? It's just, it's just okay, the fascist symbols up there. Yeah, the there. fascist symbol. If it ever comes is, back, it's easier. So the Scottish This is some good consulting. This is some good that consulting. That Scottish symbol, the passport symbol, the crest yeah. symbol, the royal court is approved because of the symbol is here. One day, hypothetically, some fascists rise in England. And they might even think, like, we don't like these fucking ginger Scots or whatever. Let's make them our bitch like we used to. How, I'm not saying it'll happen, but if anyone tries that, it'll be even the slightest bit easier, easier. because the symbolism's already there. Well, number one, that you makes it wrong. Number one, you don't have to change a statue. You don't have to change a statue. Number one, don't have to change a statue. don't have to change the crest. You know how much money that is? Not having to change every single passport and crest and court and whatever. It just goes along. Go with uh, it. Hey, the symbol's been here the whole time. It's been here the whole time. Wow. Even the Nazis. This is good consulting. They dude. stole a lot of uh, symbolism. You're making a good point here. Nazis stole a lot of symbolism, and they used the swastika the wrong way or whatever. Yeah. But that death head, you know the iconic like SS had the death head? They tattooed a death head on their chest? On their no, neck? no, like they have a little button. Oh, the button, yeah. Uh, it's a and sometimes a patch and it's a death head like oh my god okay that's something something a goth would wear yeah and this is the thing is it like a I, skull is it an outline of a skull a, yeah it's a skull with some oh things. my god I always thought that that was like their iconography and Nazis like came up with that but I looked into a little bit of like old uh, Germany military and up until Prussian times they had that same symbol wow so they've always been using that skull death head symbol. Well, just imagine. In the, in the Russian, I mean, sorry, German, in the German army, army. So just for imagine, hundreds dude. of years. And then so when the Nazis come and they're like, oh, we're part of that, it's yeah. like, it just feels so good. So just imagine, dude, it, like if, if people started occupying us, they would have to come in and wear some kind of death skull just to be like, hey, see the death skull? You could die. It's a nice little intimidating thing you can do. You know what I'm saying? If you're, if you're, trying, to, if you're trying to quell a population, if you're trying to say, like, don't get uppity with us, you walk around in these uniforms that let everyone know, like, I'll fuck you up. Yeah, like you might end up dead. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just a, almost like a reminder of death right in the pin on them, because they're coming over to question you. 
Yeah. They need to intimidate you, right? They're coming over and be like, hey, where's the Jews? Do you have any Jews here? Yeah. Like, they're, they're doing this work. So, so that all little enemies skull. enemies of us will die. Because, you know, this is what happens to, the, to our enemies. Yeah. And they just have that skull. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you think? This is the skull of our best friend that we're preserving for pros. That, sounds, that almost sounds like a monologue out of like that uh, that Tarantino movie. All of our enemies that yeah. we crush with our boots. That's like that. That's that's some guy had a banger monologue where he's like, where he thinks like some guy's lying to him. He's like, uh, do you know what this skull means? Oh, okay, I have a very very good story for you. And it's just like a story of how like a guy like you tried to lie once, and we murdered his whole family. To my point, too, a lot of why the Nazis for you know not the whole time, but at the beginning militarily they were incredibly successful for a while other than that germany is like an economic power or whatever even back then a lot of it though is because they ended up having the full more or less the full support of the old german prussian military aristocracy so even though there's the new third reich and the new hierarchy of the fuhrer and all these people who weren't necessarily inside players they were a lot of outside players they still got the old school like generals and the the aristocracy like noble families to go along with them because it fit the tradition it incorporated the death head it incorporated the military yeah. these it, it's so much easier when the the groundwork is already there well think about it like this too right like you have these old military guys they brainwash you. You go in when you're 12, you're 16 years old. Yeah. This old military guy brainwashes you, and he's like, "Don't ever forget who daddy is." Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You're my, you're my, you're my guy. I did your first training. I brought you in. I mentored you. So now that this new government's in place, make sure that the military has a spot. A lot of times, man, these military guys, they gotta, they have to. They're always lobbying the government to and go to war. It's also just like they're the richest families. They're the most powerful families. So they have a way of kind of weathering out the storm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. If it becomes like a racist thing, then it's like, okay, even no matter how rich of a Jewish person you are, you probably had to leave because they would have killed you. They can't yeah. just like can't pay your way out of it. But if you're rich and white and like the right blood or whatever, you can just kind of pay and we'll give you a little military spot and whatever. But like you can kind of just coast along. It's like, I don't know if I said this on the podcast. I was talking to you about this, but the uh, if it's either Forbes or Economist. I'll find out for sure. But it's very it's like good source, whatever. Uh, and it's from straight from Italy. Like Italians have these archives, and they've revealed it. This one of them just made an article about it. Uh, but basically, they showed that from 427 in Florence, maybe to now 2018, 2000. What are we? 2019. 2019. Yeah. Yeah. 2019. Uh, okay. So no, they they did from 4- 1427 to 2017 and they said for from this time what is that like 600 odd years i'm so shit at math whatever 27 until until like 2017 no that's long dude that's like 600 years it's got to be like a thousand isn't it i don't know no no no. for this amount of time from 400 to 2000 no, 14, 14, so 14 to 2000. Yeah, about 600 years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, about 600 years. They're like, for this time, the same, it's like 10 families. The richest 10, the richest families in Florence then are still the rich. richest. They're the richest, still, not just still rich. The richest there in Florence were still are still the richest now. Wow. And it's like you can track literally their taxes and all their shit from like back then, the meticulous documents and it's like the wealth dispersion is like 
That's like that Rothberg child family, isn't that? Aren't they like that? Uh, the banker people. They're just yeah. like ten generations later. There's so that that if Still you rich, the Rothschilds. The Rothschilds, yeah. If, if you if you watch uh if you watch the documentary about the dad, he was a hard, strong man, a patriarch yeah. who knew nice. how to. He was he's a, he's hard as fuck. He's man. smart. I don't even think it's like a oh Jew conspiracy. And it's Jews, not a conspiracy. He was just like, on top of his shit. Like, oh, the Jews are so blah blah. blah he was blah, a bit blah. of a sociopath. Like he was a bit. He of, happens to be Jewish, but he also happens to just be like a mastermind, brilliant man. Yeah. And basically, from what I know, whether it's true or not. And people say this, and they're like, they tell you the story, like, as in, that's how they're so bad and did such a um, control everything. But to me, I'm just like, oh, that's how it's like a badass family, like, made its money. That's fucking sick. But basically, yeah. apparently, the the dad was just like to my sons, like, you go to England and you go to France and you go to whatever, so you guys can trade with each other. Yeah. So but he like, set them all up with banks or something, didn't he? Didn't he say like you go start yeah, a bank over here, you go start yeah, a bank over here, yeah, you start a bank over here, business over here, but you but you trade with each other, yeah, just from these different countries. Where the conspiracy theory comes in basically is they're like, well, when those countries went to war with each other, there was still a Rothschild yeah. making money off it somehow. They're they're always making money on both sides or whatever. Which, I don't know if that's a conspiracy or just like a bank. If you're a bank, just, it's a like, bureaucracy of a bank. Well, Dude, so this Jewish guy does it, but you you don't think all the Anglo banks are doing that? Let me tell you Fuck something. Fuck you, liar. You you're all TD doing Bank, it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're a TD Bank, right? Yeah. You have a, you have a Vancouver department, and the, and let's just say China applies for a loan, and the Vancouver department says, hey, you guys have been approved, man. You guys have really good credit. We know you're going to pay it back. And then on the other side, TD Bank in Montreal, they get Russia saying, hey, we need a loan and uh, to go fight China. And these guys are like, uh, yeah, we checked your credit, and you're good, so we're just going to give you money. Like, yeah. It's just different departments. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, like Sometimes with bank shit, it, I know it's evil. It's like Dude, on one side, it's evil, yeah. but... Uh, on the other sense, like it doesn't have to be such a conspiracy theory. It's just like the workings of a bank. Like that's the system of it. You know, if someone's wor- if someone can pay back a loan, you lend them the money. And then if the other person says, and then that's how we're, in World War II, apparently the Americans just joined because they lent England so much money. Yeah, they, they had like, to get a return on investment. We got to get our money back from these yeah. idiots. are gonna lose. Yeah. And now when they go to Iraq, they're like, "Hey, idiots! Remember Hitler? Let's go, bitch! Shut up!" <laughs> like yeah. England just goes, "Oh, we're coming, Daddy." Maybe. We're- <laughs> I mean, on route how, to rendezvous in Baghdad. If you really think about it, it is the most poetic justice, and it's real life shit that England made everyone else their little dancing boy jalopy, uh, and, and now, now they're dancing for America. Now they're just the fucking bean to. They're broke. Like they still don't fully admit it. Iraq was like a was like a crown jewel of the American Empire moment. It was a crown jewel moment. Wasn't it? Are like now just like the. Ooh, we have the queen. The queen is so cute. La, 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 England. It's like you have no economy. Your people are miserable. They're eating fried shit garbage. Come on. England's not that bad, is it? Dude, I'd love to live there for the comedy scene and whatever. And, uh, you know. You're just dissing England right now? Like I'm this? not dissing England. Don't try to, like, fucking instigate, like, Van Damme. I'm not. Just tell me. Tell England me. What's up? Here. What's up? But, dude, England's not in a good shape, I man. didn't know this. I honestly didn't know this. Like, dude, I thought Brexit, England was... the co- Brexit's costing them, like, billions of dollars a day in loss. And it's not even finalized yet. It's just like I gotta the say, market is tum. It's like your mom said. Like I gotta say, curse. dude. I gotta say, Vanden. When I went to England, I was like, "This is a little India, dude." <laughs> like it's not Canada. They're not doing well. Canada's this is what I'm dude. We we're clean. We have space. If there's bumps on the road here, I'm like, oh, "What are we doing here? What are we?" Uh... England is not like, okay. Doing a few well. a few neighborhoods in Rexdale, I get it. But I want our roads. Our roads are paved. It's nice. Whatever. I'm you not go to England. Okay, the subway yeah. system incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little embarrassed about our subway system in that sense. Yeah. But then other shit, ours, roads, whatever, ours. I'm like, this is a poor country. I don't know. Dude, it's, it's I'm not, not dissing it. 
It's not. It is gorgeous and when you go if downtown. You literally look at how they were like the richest, and like they had all the empire and whatever. And now it's just their own country. Half the parts of their own country want to separate. Half their controlled parts. The sun has and, set, my darlings. And like <laughs> they are, it's the sun has set and it's cold. You don't have gold. And you know what's so like, goofy? All these Indian people honestly, in, in England, all these Indian people in England are like, are like, we're taking over England. Mayor, they're so uppity because they got a brown mayor. It's like, yeah, you're getting the scraps, idiots. What are you talking about? I mean, brown mayor, them, everyone. I, let every them brown, have some civic pride of being I, represented. I, 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 every brown person I know from England is like, they can name like all six politicians that, that won. And, uh, or, and also big CEOs. Yeah. This guy's Indian. This guy's Indian. Especially my cousins from India. They're so proud of it. They're like, we're taking back the British Dude, Empire. Fuck the, the, fuck the British companies. Tata Corp is like bigger than most of them anyway. Tata. But so, but I'm, look, I'm not dissing England. Right. But I'm saying like they're at the lowest they've been in like 300 years. It's over. And yeah. they are kind of a spectacle now. Like, oh, the royal family. It's like even that's like. Like, literally people in England and abroad are like, okay, when she's over, like, are we really going to, you know? Well, is can- does Canada still have to keep paying like, make millions guy- of dollars to yeah, put on a show when she like, comes here? Do you really need them to have the king now and all? It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's cute and it's whatever, but it's like, come on. It's over, babies. It's, it's over. It's over. Let they're, it go, England. You're getting You're broke. Done. Like it's like like what is this this queen? You have a I'm queen? not happy in it. I'm not saying haha, go fuck no, you. No, We're no, the no, no, no hard feelings. But isn't it ironic? And isn't it like something to be sad about? You know, just like how things work out in I the mean, end. The sun just sets. It can be eventually. the biggest ever. And the like, sun always sets eventually. They just yes, it sets after every day, after every empire. It has to go. To, it, it's just it is what it is. Right? It goes in. Time and goes now out. they're the crown jewel of the American Empire. When I these know, guys really. want to go to Iraq, the entire world is world is like that's stupid. Why are we going to Iraq? And England is like on route, rendezvous in Baghdad. Put the kettle on. We put the kettle. We're going for a lovely jaunt, an empire jaunt. Ooh. Back to Peshawar and the Khyber. Oh, back. Just <laughs> There's got to be some people like proud of the British Empire. They're like, yes, yes, let's take part in the world again. Oh. We can go back to Baghdad. <laughs> Form a square. He's got a tear in his eye. Oh, my God. Bring me back a gollywog. <laughs> <laughs> Save the gollywogs. Yeah, there's someone in home office just sitting in like a like in a India desk that just hasn't been <laughs> India used. India desk for a while. It's got like cobwebs, but he's still sitting there like ready with a quill. <laughs> and it's like like one day it's like there's there's war there's, there's oh, that would be such a fun little British imagine drama. they're like they're like there's a civil war but there's like there's war between Pakistan and India, and the UN wants us to spearhead the efforts. <laughs> <laughs> they know that we know the terrain and we have experience. The first no, no, the it's first like, <laughs> activate Mandrake. It's like Mandrake. They have his head in a jar. Oh my God. It's like Mandrake bought 3,000. At your service, Is it time for tea? Where the, world, the, t- the world is looking to the Empire for help. Wake up, Mandrake, and put on a tea. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's such a rousing, beautiful drama. I want to make that. It's At so the funny. service of the Queen. And you know what? The first day he says, no, no, it's all done now, colonialism. And then he looks up at a, at a painting of Churchill and he's like, oh, don't look at me like that. Like, yeah. like two days later, something has to happen. And he's like, well, fine, then we're taking back India. Turn on, activate the India desk. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he starts up and it's like, OK, we we must start by killing 4000 a day with the with that would be a lovely little science fiction, wouldn't it? Yeah. That'd be such a fun little science fiction. It's like, a, weird, it's like a John Hughes movie. It's like weird science, but it's, yeah. it's Mandrake. Mandrake. 
Well, also, you know how you can do it? You can almost do it like uh, like Dune, where it's just like a thousand years in the future, but it's exactly the same as the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> People always do that. We have come for the black thing that lives under your earth. <laughs> That's is that Dune is like yeah. Know. There's some black. Honestly, I saw Dune once and I was like, this is the most fucking confusing movie. So badly made, so corny. I don't get it, man. It was silly, but I maybe... was so hyped up to see it. Everyone <laughs> told me how like operatic and theatrical and Shakespearean it was, and yeah, not. Yeah. It's supposed to be it like this masterpiece. Garbage. It's a bunch of British actors. The story doesn't even make sense, man. It's completely sober. It's a little bit like Twin Peaks. It's a little it's goofy. Shit, man. It's, it's shit. Dune eh? sucks. I haven't seen it. I gotta, the book I might it. be incredible. I don't know, but I know the artwork. A bunch of it got stolen for uh, supposed to be Star like Wars. Six books that like fucking. Yeah, I think the books are good. I, yeah, it's six books that are supposed to be in one movie, so I don't even know how they. No, and then they made a TV series it. too. I think. Okay, I that think might be so. good. I think so. The movie Dune, and it even has Patrick Stewart in it, who I love, and it just was a dog shit movie, man. I'm oh sorry. my god, Patrick Stewart was in it. Yeah, it was goofy. Maybe I'll watch it one more time. Just it to was be sure. The, the, no. the special effects were so silly on it. Special effects, but it's like the story didn't even make sense, man. So much random shit happened. It's like, oh, this guy just comes out of nowhere, and he's like, is this guy important? Like, I don't know what's going. Like, is it is it old? some kind of a metaphor for colonialism or is it just like oil like basically like they it's have oil? some sort of resource war it's but a middle eastern is it not a metaphor for the middle is east it? is that what they, you've heard i figured because i see the sand and i think there's like some resource that they have that like they have to keep going to war i for. mean maybe i don't so know because every episode of star trek and every race in star trek was always it a metaphor sucks, for it's some colonial so shit shitty. but you like star trek right Star Trek, I love. It's Star not Wars, always I never liked. colonialism, but yeah. there's yeah, lots of social commentary. Lots of social commentary, but a lot of like it was colonialism in the sense that they had this prime directive where they're like, we can't interfere with these cultures. And then there was a lot of like every time they they, they would do a lot of these references where they're like, the people of Earth once did this. The Gluons of no, no, they they would list three examples. We have a long history of people killing each other. The Glorgons on Moon Five, the whatever, whatever in World War Three, and then the British, what they did in the the Sudan in nineteen. You know what I mean? Like they always have like three examples. And it ba- it's a little heavy-handed because basically this episode was supposed to be a metaphor for that current conflict, and then they just say that conflict, <laughs> like they just work it into the dialogue. Well, it's not even. I mean, so many of the episodes to start were metaphors, but towards the end, it just got so rich with its own universe that it's not even metaphors. It's his completely own story, it but is. it has a similar reference, which you know someone might data might reference or something. Yeah, that is like it's peculiar. It reminds me of the Epic of Gilgamesh. That's why I never liked Star Wars too much because I always thought Star Trek had this social commentary to it. And Star Wars, Wars is not. good or whatever, but Star Trek is just like so much smarter. It's come on, it's so much smarter. Like come I don't on. even know what to tell you. I know the smartest part of Star Wars was little bits here and there, even in the prequels and stuff, and. Little bits, even like a line or two in uh, A New Hope, where it's like the galactic and empire politics. Yeah, there's a little bit. So, of... like, even in the very beginning of New Hope, there's just one part that's like so they don't. It's not like in the prequels where they show the Senate and all this shit going on and whatever. And the yeah. oh, today we become an empire. Like that stuff's cool. I like that, and that is what I'm talking about. But there's even one offhanded command comment between like two of these. Uh, sort of British colonial, like, empire officers. Right. He's telling Darth Vader, they're briefing him. He's like, uh, the, the, if we don't do this, uh, it'll create, it'll create a sympathy for the, for the rebellion in the Senate. 
Yeah. You know, like, oh, and then, and then, and then Darth Vader's like, the Emperor has liquefied the Senate. Like, it's like, that's yeah. over. But for a moment, it's like, they might have sympathy for the rebels. Like, that's kind right. of. Right. So it references like a, a, a little bit of politics there. There's like a politics in, in those prequels. There's a lot of that because it was a uh, old Republic and the Republic had all these different people yeah. represent. And the, he got, he tricked them all to voting to become an empire. Yeah. So they all voted, and everyone's like, ah! And then Queen Amidala, uh, Manali Portman says, so this is how democracy ends. With thunder, or this is how tyranny begins. With thunderous applause. Oh, yeah, okay. It's like, come on, that's some G shit. That's like, that's idea. the smartest part of Star Wars. Well, I'll been. tell you, Those the big difference, I'm, tell me if I'm being super deep here, um, but I guess the big difference between Star Trek and Star Wars is that Star Wars is wartime philosophy, and Star Trek is like the philosophy of this progressive peacetime, where they're like, if there was a philosophy where we could all not murder each other, what would it be? And then Star Wars has its own profoundness, like the art of war. Like even, you know, like military books and whatever. They have their own intelligence, but it's this fighting-based intelligence. I think you're onto something. Maybe. I think a lot of it is that, yeah, I do. Yeah, like uh, they do have it, – it does have like politics, there, yeah. but it's like wartime politics. Some I mean, Star Trek wartime. didn't go to war. They it's also – I just think at the bottom of the line, there, there's a little bit more of Star Wars. Star Trek is like – it's rooted in science. There's alien lives and alien technologies and alien species that are so different and have different technologies and different ways and different powers even or whatever. In Star Trek? Yeah, in Star Trek. Yeah, in but Star it's all Wars. scientific basis. Yeah. Star Wars is like a little bit more of like the paranormal and the fantasy and, yeah. you know, there's like a little bit of magic in Star Wars. Yeah, well, there's the, the Jedi's force. The force. And the force and it's... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a little bit of that and like superpowers and there's a little bit of like this ultimate good versus evil. Of yeah, it's, it's very good uber. side, bad side. But that's wartime kind of philosophy, you know what I'm saying? I mean, not real wartime no? philosophy because real wartime, I mean, who is, it's very, it's, but it's, it's not just like, it's, it's, it's a little bit, um, like Star Trek is communist and these guys are like, uh, like, I see what you're saying. I do. It's just, I don't want to say they're capitalists. But they're Star not Trek, capitalists. there's nothing like, there's no magic. No, no magic. No, I mean the science Star is, is like a magic. Is like magic. Yeah, and, I mean any dis un, uh, any superior technology is indistinguishable. But, but to me, when magic. you're trying to train a soldier for your army, when the Americans are trying to convince you to become a soldier, the story that the American myth, the, it, like the, the story that the American, I don't know, maybe I'm talking out of my ass here, but the story that they're trying to tell, kind of tell you is that you can be Luke Skywalker, you can be this Superman one-man army that can fight for America and be this thing. And that's why they're, they're like... I disagree. You don't think so? I, explain. Go on. Go on. I, I mean, I I mean it, it, it almost is part of their self-help culture, too. But their self-help culture and their hero's journey and all that stuff, it's all about this individual. Like, you can rise up and become this super uh, person. And it's about the individual. It's like one person can save everyone and fix a thing and whatever, whatever. And but then, I thought just in that one person, it's sort of like a messiah or... The chosen one, or well, this the is magic what, one, is coming forward. This is what they say. It's where, written in the prophecies of so, the, so with the prosperity, Jedi the with Senate. prosperity culture, with prosperity gospel. That's when you are it's doing more like he's Jesus. Like Jesus, but but when you like do a, what's right, you're Jesus. Like if you right. look at the prosperity gospel, what they're doing is they're saying walk. But in, is Star Wars saying anyone can do that, or it's like Luke came and saved the day? Or I think the he's right supposed to came. represent us in the movie. Like he's supposed to represent the ever the everyman, the average person, and then there's a force inside of all of us, like a awaken the giant within kind of culture. If that but was I, intentional, it might be that's brilliant. 
but well, it's maybe, part of the hero's journey. Maybe you're just kind of maybe you just think on that deep level. Like, I almost don't want to give them your credit. You know, I mean, it definitely follows like the hero's journey st- story type of storyline. And then a lot of the these self help guys use like the hero's last journey. Three is, are very he- hero's journey. Which ones? Star Wars. Yeah, they all are. They're perfect hero's journey. Mm. Like that's the thing. That's the one writing thing that people make about Star Wars. They're like, I it don't really follows it. I don't really. I, I believe Star Trek is just more possible than Star Wars. If that makes sense. Star Trek is like Star the Trek positive. is just like a future with advanced technology. We've explored shit. We've learned shit. We're still learning and fucking shit up, but we kind of like figure it out. Yeah, we're doing. It's very Star lefty. Wars. It's, is like, look at this magical tale of good versus bad. and the yeah. e- You know what I mean? Like, this evil has to be stopped at all costs. Yeah, like Star Trek, it's like there's lessons to be learned out in space, mm-hmm. and there's many different morals, and you have to question your own morals, and you break the prime directive sometimes, yeah, yeah. and whatever. It's like very human, like whatever, human folly I think it's space. very progressive. It's more like lefty progressive. It's like more bit. like it could happen, and there could be these aliens with crazy technology, and you know, whatever. Yeah. Star Wars is kind of just like, there was the bad people, and then there's the good people. Yeah. Good versus bad must have this epic fight in the yeah. end. You know what I mean? But that's what I mean by it's Star like war. Trek, it's like no war. There's no guarantee of like it's gonna work out okay. But or... even in war, you have to make your bad guy like, oh, they're evil. We have to just go attack them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't know. I just guess like Star Trek uh, is not superhero-y. No. It's not like this is gonna all work out. It's like. Wh- First one, it's like we have a mandate to explore, so we're going to explore. Fuck, we could die out here. Who knows? Yeah. Second one, it's like we're going to keep the exploring. We've learned some shit in that one. We've upgraded technology, but we still got a lot more. We're going to explore some more. Third one is like there's a fucking war going on. There was a war that yeah, just ended DS9? between these people. DS9? Yeah, yeah. And we're kind of sent here to keep uh, the peace a, a little bit. But then, boom, wormhole. Boom. Now this is a very hot sector. Because it increased this backwater, nothing is now like connecting these two trade ports and becomes super strategic. So cool! So man. everyone's gonna fight over it again. So we gotta really like, oh, that's so really cool. the keeping the peace becomes like a full time big effort now. But that one had a little bit of the magic because it's like I don't know if you've seen it all. And spoiler alert for everyone else, you've had it over twenty years. But uh, there's the the Bajor and gods. Right. Which are aliens, so that's technically just a technology. But those gods are so powerful that they influence the whole thing. And it turns out Bajor is of – he is Bajor of, of – of, oh, no. He is Cisco. He is the Cisco of Bajor. Right. Turns out his mother was actually Bajoran. He's technically, like, descended from – He's the Messiah. From, he's, like, the Messiah. But he doesn't believe it. No, no. See, that's when they say he's the he's – the, they call him the emissary. Which yeah. is like the Messiah, which but does is, he believe which it? is like the prophet. He doesn't at first or yeah. whatever. It turns out he is or whatever. But then <laughs> it turns out he's not just it's not just that he's the prophet. He's not even fully human. Yeah. His whole life was destined for this. Yeah. So that's a little bit of like that's as much as Star Trek goes a little bit like on that path. But that's not the whole be all and end all of that but show. But I feel like too. Star Trek too, they wouldn't they wouldn't show evidence that it was magic. They would just be like, Could it be magic? Um But he probably still just no, said but it's, nah. But it's just this like it's like I mean Empire Strikes Back is a good example of like the bad guys kinda winning. But most of Star Wars is like those are the bad guys, we are the good guys and yeah. we will win over bad. Like Star Trek it's like nothing's guaranteed. The the fourth one, it's literally just like we got fucking tossed into space and fucked over by these fucking person. Now we have a 10,000-year journey slowly to try to get home. Wow. It's basically a gloomy suicide mission of, like, we're desperately just going towards but Earth. Like, but we're making the best of it. 
We're going to go towards Earth. We're definitely going to die before we get there if we on our current trajectory. Hopefully, we'll find a way to get there quicker. I don't know. Like, let's just kind of go. Yeah, that is kind of a sad show. Eh? It's like kind of, I mean, I like it, but it's like, it's very like, we could just die at any second, dog. Like, there's no yeah. good and bad. Even them, it's like, well, we love ourselves. We're humans and we miss home and whatever. But it's like, we're technically strangers in this place. And yeah. we've accidentally involved ourselves in a regional conflict. And now we're being hunted and technically chose a side that we weren't supposed to. And wow. There's a lot more real existential. It's like we're not necessarily good isn't necessarily good. Even Star Trek has a lot of uh, – sorry, Starfleet has like Section 31, which is like separate but still part of them. They're the CIA kind of people. Yeah. They do dirty the spooks, shit. The spooks. Do you know what I mean? The morality is not as clear. Section 31. Yeah, they're they're gangsters, bro. That's the what a great name. Part. Section thirty one. Yeah, because it has to do with the founding, like MI five. The founding of the Federation had a clause like section thirty one, paragraph I think fourteen, was like a little part that's like, well, this they were uh, this group that is sort of unnamed or whatever that we should know is section thirty one. Is that like uh, Masons in England or something? No, but it's just it's basically they existed as part of the Terran Federation, which was a pre Starfleet Earth earth government yeah and so they outdate starfleet so even though now starfleet is very much like being benefited from section 31 and has section 31 people within them and vice versa yeah it technically has no jurisdiction over section 31 because they Weird. exist before Starfleet even exists. It's almost like if and England they, had had like an office in America right now, and the Americans are like, okay, we don't touch that office. But it would never happen, but it's almost like that. The yeah. old empire is like, oh, we still love you, daddy. Like, we're, we're still tagging kinda along. kind of like um, if, like, East India Company existed kind of like before England existed, and then, right. like, England suddenly exists, and then you're like, well... We'll work together, and we're all family. But technically, they're a top. They can just kill whoever they want, and they're an arm's length if, organization. Even if we get in their way, they'll just kill our guy. You know. Well, that's how even uh, the East India Company was like this. It's a corporation of the British government, but they go and we help them when we when we want to. But they go and handle their own affairs, kind of yeah. in India. So it, it 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 lets you. It basically lets you. Let's uh, you wash create, your hands of it when shit goes down. When shit goes well, down, it's not us. They basically say like, look, let's take all our sociopaths. For two hundred years, they said, let's take all our sociopaths. Just go and we'll we, we'll give you some money. Go, go, like fuck up India, and let's see who can really hustle it up the best. Yeah. And then after two hundred years of that contest, they said, "Okay, mummy's taking it." Yeah. Mummy's the whole time they're like, "As long as you keep paying up, you know, we'll indulge this until." Yeah, and so, yeah. and even after they took over, there's probably some corporate guys like uh, Clive. They were all like Cl- Clive Roberts was like a big one, but they all were are like honored people of the of the British Empire. Yeah, the people oh, who yeah. took over and like really oh, fucked shit up. Yeah. Like they're seen as like this guy was a tenacious. He fucking took it, baby. He flies the flag. He, yeah, he's a good old boy for the British Empire. Good boy. I All guess right. that's like the Rhodesian statue too. But anyway, I think it's time to wrap it up, baby. ladies and gentlemen. This has been White Man's Burden, the White podcast burden. where we decolonize the mind. Thank you so much. Remember that White Man's Burden can be supported. On Patreon at www.patreon.com slash white man's burden. Also hit us up to consult and help fucking save shit before it's too late. White man's burden consulting. Thank you so much to Michael Flax of Flax Films, www.michaelflax.com. 
Uh, we're Thank here so at much. Kenwood Self Tapes. We're, ta- we're, we're recording live at Kenwood Self Tapes. Uh, if you go to Facebook.com slash Kenwood Self Tapes, come to us. Get your self tapes done here. They're absolutely gorgeous. And Amazing. people are booking work, babies. Amazing. And all brand strategy, artwork, graphics, creative consultants, and just general advertising and copyright expertise for over 35 years. Go to JasonRen.com and ask for Jason Ren. It's been White Man's Burn. I'm Vinegar. This is Amish Patel. Be good to yourselves. Oh,